and recording. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 100 of the Bonehead Podcast, we talk all things Blood Bowl. go <laughs> take it away ben. Still going? okay yeah yeah uh welcome back uh so close so close okay okay i got this, I got this. <laughs> this right. is staying in by the way <laughs> oh no okay on, okay right welcome back on episode 100 of the bonehead podcast we is that right <laughs> oh, I can't do this. <laughs> this is way harder than it looks. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. okay, welcome back. I'll let you take over then. <laughs> I can't do this. Look, you nailed the first bit, and that's the bit I always stumble on. So you've it's actually... You scripted that bit. Just write everything else. <laughs> <laughs> How bad is it that I stumble over the scripted bit? All right, every time, every time. Uh, anyway, guys, welcome to episode 100. Ben has done a much better introduction than I have. Um, I'm Ben, and once again, I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. How are you doing, BT? Hello, I'm doing very well. How are you? I am very good. And we've also dragged on the Bonehead Podcast foreign correspondent, Miltonio Banderas. Milton, how are you today? I'm doing good, Ben. <laughs> How's things over the, uh, over the sea? Yeah, we're... We're good. On the island of whites. Um, yeah. So this is episode 100. Somehow we have bumbled our way along and we've ended up at actually 100 episodes of this podcast, which is actually insane. So I, 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 if you're How one of those... 100 topics? <laughs> oh, dude, we've got so many. We've got so many. more in the bank, yeah. And plus... Well, I was going to say, like, there's a hard reset of 2020, but we've only done one yeah. Bonehead Basics or a team, and that means we've got 28 left to go before we hit all the teams. So that's... Yeah, and that... then 128 podcasts is over. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, 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 but probably not. Um, yeah, so episode 100 is going to be a little bit different in that normally we pick a topic to talk about that is very Blood Bowl related. Today, we're going to do the standard hobby news, and then we're going to talk about the podcast and some of our favorite bits when we put a post up on youtube and in the discord and a ton of you have put comments about actually what you what you what your favorite bit was uh what you think we could do differently and what more you want to see in blood bowl in general so this is going to be a bit of a relax and chat conversation with us here so if you're up for some hardcore blood bowl info stick until news and then go about your day but if you want to hang out with friends and listen to them talk about the podcast and blood bowl then i'm hoping people like stuart shelley might really enjoy this episode because actually that's what it's about and your comment stuart it was like i love a chat episode this is great i was like well good that's one person sorted um <laughs> yeah. we're here for one person we're all good hey that's that was our goal when we started out all those years ago which is outrageous so i tell you what let's do the proper bits first let's hit blood bowl news mm.
Okay, so it's Blood Bowl news time, and we've actually got some Blood Bowl news. But we'll come to that in just a second. First of all, before we uh, go any further, just want to say a massive thank you to everyone out there who supports the show in any way, whether you like, subscribe, whether you're an awesome Patreon, whether you buy some of the uh, some of our loot from the shop just to help us out. It really does help out. So thank you for that. Uh, we've got a few new people joining the Bonehead crew this week. We've got Evan, Mookie, Brian Nutter, Mason Kinsley, Brute Fun himself. We'll come back to Brute Fun in a second. Uh, Honoji, Chris Woodward, Dustin Koenig, Average Dad Play, and always hungry steve have joined the pack so thank you very much and welcome um right i'm going to just jump in there right now brute fun has a patreon guys have you seen brute fun's patreon yeah oh, it's amazing I, I joined I, I i went like he actually linked to me and i joined and i said yeah i've joined and we're looking forward to it and then like i got a notification which is like probably like a month later or something from paypal being just like yeah we still can't quite take your payments there's something with my paypal account and i was oh. like uh so i joined again and then brief i'm just like hey i saw you joined i was like yeah sorry i joined kind of twice <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah it's fantastic brute brute fun is one of our favorite sdl sculptors um and he's done some awesome 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 teams now he's got a patreon so if you're after what has to be some of the best digital sculpts for blood bowl out there joining the patreon is excellent value i've printed out his necro team i still need to get basically i since i moved all the cameras around i haven't put the cameras back together in the studio so i need to do the print pitch for it um so the miniatures are fantastic but yes big shout out to brute fun first of all now we've got some tournaments to talk through we're hosting some tournaments you may have heard about them we've got south coast autumn coming up on saturday the 22nd and sunday the 23rd of october saturday is 11s and sunday is four games of seven so three on the saturday four on the sunday and well milton has been working pretty tirelessly I think behind the scenes to get everything prepped, Milton. You've done an outrageous job so far. How are you feeling about the tournament? Yeah, it's looking good. Like, uh, I mean, the, the days are slipping by, aren't they? So uh, it's not it's not long now, yeah. and um, getting some of that prep done so that we're uh, we're right there, so that we can focus in on making sure all those uh, rosters that are coming in are all good, and um, making sure that everyone has a good time. Got that. We've seen some pics of the venue, haven't we? And it's it looks sweet. Right. So. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Pete put some uh, shots up earlier of uh, some of the different rooms and stuff. It's going to be really cool. It looks like the bars are sorted, which is going to be really useful because that was a blip that we had at Beachhead was that the BIC just didn't really bother putting anyone on the bar to serve drinks. Um, but this new place looks pretty awesome. Uh, so it's in Southampton. It's at the Aegeus Bowl. Very easy to get to. Uh, 37 days, 12 hours, 30 minutes to go at the point of recording, which is awesome um milton's printed out all the tournament stuff and we've had to start getting some rosters in now as well yeah i think we've got 10 in for 11s that's cool i think we've sold nearly 60 tickets for the 11s now and i think late 30s maybe 40 for the sevens so it's already looking really good and you know what people are like you know what blood bowlers are like there's over a month to go which means they haven't asked permission yet uh to go so there's going to be i think a load of people coming it i think it's capped at 80 players um because of space because of that you know what the 40k people are like um but pete's pretty good so if we do hit if we go over then i'm sure he can make room for us but if you're interested in coming get your tickets now um because it would be rubbish if it was sold out and you couldn't make it um and ben i know we've got our test this weekend we should be mm. live streaming it 
which will be cool. Oh, I'm so excited for this. It'll be really fun. Um, yeah, we picked up some cool camera equipment. And on Sunday... Dude, it's this Sunday, isn't it? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Absolutely. It's likely that Amazons will be revealed on the same day during the stream. Well... Eventually. Well, I, normally in the evening. Yeah, six o'clock. We'll be safe. I did think about okay. this. So yeah. on Sunday at 11 a.m., because Ben is going to be there at 10. Um, uh, <laughs> trips will be there at and quarter to he'll 10. He'll be there at 10. Yeah. <laughs> now, from 11 o'clock, we're going to be doing some coverage of a test tournament that we're running. Three rounds of sevens at Castle Bonehead. Uh, trips and Ben are going to crash out some games. I'm going to do coverage of it, and we're just going to test out basically the stream layout and everything ready for South Coast Autumn. Um, we're using the same rules package as the Sunday sevens tournament but really it's going to be a test of tech so we're going to have some some good chat hopefully we'll have some uh, great attendance to just chat and watch some blood bowl um and um yeah no ben i did think about the timings for this when it came to to amazon's because i was like if if amazon's drop we're going to need to do a, a news video and then of course i figured we were doing it in the day they don't normally drop stuff milton do they until six o'clock on the sunday well they may not oh i knew you were gonna say that yeah i i don't know like part of me actually thinks it's not gonna happen like they've dropped they've dropped this news which we'll talk about in a second but like part of me is just like that nah, it's not gonna happen it's just gonna wind people up a it's bit been further. it's been oh it's definitely gonna be this sunday for the past six weeks yeah <laughs> it's like, who knows yeah i think it might be the next sunday do, do you know how long it's been now it's been over two months since they had the spoiler that's crazy you know what what concerns me is whether or not that's going to push back the next release as a result mm. like obviously they've had some sort of issue right haven't they like i mean we're, we're never going to know it's probably distribution or like something to do with the spikes or, or whatever it is but i don't know whether that in turn is gonna push back release for the next next I mean, team when did norse come out did norse come out this year yeah okay so norse is the only release we've had this year at all for blood bowl yeah when did death zone come out was that this year uh i think it was january wasn't it wasn't it just after christmas man i don't remember i can't remember either i might be wrong hmm. anyway so we've had one team this year if amazon's drop that's going to be october i we're not going to get one before christmas though are we not not with this timeline no that was the concern and like i think you know we were kind of uh, previously we've had like pretty much one per quarter haven't we we yeah. had like it's three four teams a year four yeah death zone was april last year was it what? really are you serious <laughs> yeah oh when was well, looking, dungeon ball was christmas at your 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 videos that's what i said dungeon ball was before christmas because oh, i remember really? buying it in like november yeah I'm pretty sure it's corn then yeah. dungeon ball basically at the same time wasn't it the end of the yeah. year um yeah. wow yeah. i waited far too long to redo those sevens videos then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, the Zevens Rules video is 16th of April 2021. Oh man. Time is like scary fast. Um yeah. on on the note of scary fast, yes, tournament in 37 days. Come to one day, come to both days, whatever. It's going to be great. We're going to be doing live streaming, which is going to be really good fun as well. So if you can't make it, you can join us hopefully and watch a game and see the standings and and hopefully, you know, we we got thousands of people who love Blood Bowl, but thousands of people can't make it <laughs> so you know maybe 100 people can make it but that means that the hundreds of people who can't then can actually do some blood bowl and watch some blood bowl um which would be really cool and like we we're going to do our best to do the best job of it 
but it will be our first time at an event so it may not be perfect but we are just going to have a good laugh and have some good blood bowl time and like ben like ben and i was saying we got a good warm-up on sunday three games of sevens you can't go wrong with sevens it's a brilliant format um so that is our first tournament and then there is another tournament that we're running a month later which is bonehead bowl 2022 which is in 72 days which feels that that sounds like ages yeah, well, yeah, it would be. That'll come on quick. But it's only a month and a bit after. This one's at yeah. Entoyment. Uh, it is on Saturday, the 26th of November. It's mixed teams, Dungeon Bowl teams, or regular teams playing three games of 11s. The full coach list is up. We got 41 tickets sold, which means we've only really got space for another seven. So if you're planning on going to that one at Entoyment, I would definitely book that one up. Um, we've got some good coaches coming. We've got like a couple of like groups of people traveling down together as well to like come for the carnage that is bonehead bowl uh i i love it ben we spoke last time it was your first kind of blood bowl experience was the mixed team carnage wasn't it yeah yeah it was good it was kind of like a very high bar set early on i think (laughs) yeah it's your three troll list (laughs) four yeah. Four trollers. Yeah, that was Yeah, you can do five now if Ripper comes out before then, but you won't. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Ripper's not coming out anytime. Well, you know yeah. what? Actually, Forge World, they uh, well, but judging by some of the Necromunda stuff, they're like, here's a spoiler, it's out next week. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. With Blood Bowl, it's like, here's a spoiler. Bye. Like, and then they <laughs> yeah. just ghost you. So, you know, the Amazon spoiler came out in July and we were like, cool, right, okay, Amazon's in August. That gives four months. So maybe we'll have another one in like early Christmas like they did with Ogres a couple of years ago. That'd be awesome. Now, as Milton has um, joyfully pointed out, uh, there's a very slim chance we'll get them in October, let alone another team at the end of the year. But you never know with Games Workshop, do you? Don't know. Yeah, you know. I've actually got that team like right here, funnily enough. But the Games Workshop Amazon team? damn oh yeah yeah no that'll be good yeah no my, my three trolls they were just in arm's reach because oh. i've been stuff oh, maybe amazing. i'll make re- recurrence at some point i hope so yeah we'll have to stream some bonehead bowl games oh yeah we are going to stream yeah. from there as well it's in toyment so we'll definitely be doing that um I'm just really buzzing for that. That's just so good. That's so much fun. So we've got two great tournaments coming up and we've got the uh, test stream coming. So Sunday, the 18th, 11 a.m. We'll start the coverage for our mini stream and then two days in October and a day in November. And if that all goes well, we'll just try and have to figure out something for December. But who knows? That is a Games Workshop millennia away, I think, for now. Uh, Right. Anyway, events, come play Blood Bowl all i'm gonna say but there was proper news as you guys have said and it is another star player so it is the third star player for amazons uh so i know we talked about this before but milton what 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 was your expectation for a third star player for the zons well actually exactly what we got so ah. like my, my my hope was that we would get uh, a lizard from the old spike um, that is one of my favorite Spike magazines from the 2016 run. Um, there's some great star players in there. Um, and yeah, to see one of them come back is just take the box for me. And yeah. I, I think the mini's cracking. Yeah, the mini is awesome. I probably should put that on screen, shouldn't I, for those of you who are joining us on YouTube. Uh, Glottal Stop, the Croxagore, who is basically a Croxagore with an alligator head, is just an, I think the middle miniature is amazing. I mean, BT, what's your take on this? Oh, it's phenomenal. 
absolutely amazing. Like, I love this. Um, I think the armor just suits it so well. This is so um, Lizardman, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. everything about this, sort of like the really opulent gold uh, and filigree and stuff. Yeah, it's so good. Someone pointed Go out that they were like, uh, they've they've stolen the style of the Croxagors from Warhammer Total War. Um, oh, is that what they look like in it? Yes, I know. I was like, well, uh, I want more Croxagors that are like that. But yeah, so Glottal Stop has been revealed. And like Milton says, it, a lot of people were expecting a Croxagor star player. Oh, yeah, they do. Or a Croxagor for the Amazon team. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen now. But again, we don't know. And, and the interesting thing about this star is that there's very little in the way of any information about him in the article. Mm. Um. With both the other stars, we've seen their special power. With this guy, we, we haven't at all. We've just got a couple of hints. And I think the only hint that was worth anything was uh, just make sure your own team keeps clear of him when he starts looking peckish, which could be fluff, like complete fluff, or it could mean that he's got animal savagery. Yeah, what did he have in the old the old school? Because that's basically just bloodlust now, right? Um, yeah, he had wild animal. So right um, okay but bloodlust was only for vampires in the last edition because yeah it, exactly it, it's specifically keyed on thralls um but yeah my money is on this guy having animal savagery and he had some great skills in the old edition as well he had frenzy um like he was just an absolute tank and i think he had what was pile driver called in the old... yeah he had piling on as well this guy it was like oh wow okay yeah it was a really weird one but he was an absolute machine. And like Milton said, like it was one of the coolest things that they added in Spike 7, I think. Um, and then he went away, along with Ripper, along with Drool and Dribble. And yeah. whatever they... I could rather have Drool and Dribble than him, to be honest. Like I think he looks awesome. And obviously, depending on where he sits, you know, it would be an affordable piece, a nice affordable strength piece for Lizards and Amazons. But um. Yeah, Dribble and Drool were just like that kind of like real, they fit, really filled a gap. Um, like big hitters is kind of Lizard Man already, already have that and Amazons kind of don't need it. Um, this, but like the really like stretch right. pieces that Drool and Dribble gave were really good. Yeah, and they were cheaper as well. This guy, yeah. I think we're looking at um, what's, oh, he was strength six in the old edition as well. So, oh, was he? Yes. Wow, okay, that's pretty good. So I think we're Grashnak territory. So somewhere between 250 and 280 which is probably too massive for a Crocs, uh, for a Lizardman team, probably too massive for a Slan team. But tournament-wise, Amazons, if they don't change the costing of the roster too much, Amazons always used to, in the old edition, fit in, um, what's that Dark Elf superstar? Oh, called? Roxana. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, you can run a really good Zon team. Like 1,000k for a Zon team. You generally get 11 or 12 players and four re-rolls in all the positionals you really want. So actually, at 1,100, 1,150, 1,200 TV, you could fit a star player in there for 250 to 300k. So I think if this guy lands, this might be a massive boon to an Amazon team, depending on what the Amazon roster looks like. Yeah, it could be. And if, their line, uh, if, the, if the line is still cheap, you know... Um, I think Amazon's were fifty k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's pretty good for animal savagery. Like you don't really mind smacking a fifty k, but you sometimes <laughs> smacking a skink is a little bit too. Kind of needed that. Um, yeah. So not, lizards probably don't like that as much. But I'm not sure if piling on works on your own person. I think they cleared that up in an FAQ. But if he does have piling or pile driver, 
double kill. <laughs> it would just be awful, wouldn't it? For animal savagery, then to mighty bra. blow, and then fouling yeah. your own guy off <laughs> would be horrific. But it would be that would if that does combo, that's got to be a good forty k discount. Um, like you'd just be like, right, I'm gonna blitz with this guy, but actually he's on the ground putting the boot in on one of my own players, and then he got sent off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that sounds like fun gameplay to me, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't Not have block. Three hundred k for him. Yeah, as you say, he doesn't have block, but Milton might even run him in that, right? I, yeah, I mean, I I really think whatever his special ability is will be like whether or not we'll see him regularly on the on the pitch. I, I think that could like very much change it. I mean, we've had some stars with some filthy abilities, haven't we? Hackblem's got a very good one, but it doesn't it doesn't need it. I guess is this probably yeah. the best one to go for. The chainsaw ones are good. Um, bombers one is bombers just is great, brilliant. Like, yeah. hey, I caught the ball. No, you didn't. I caught but, the bomb. No, you didn't. Boom. Goodbye. Have any of the other big, big guy star players got like these? Like, um, isn't Morgs where you like? No, um, it's all Morgs where you get an extra. No, he just has that built in, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, Grashnak's got a great one that's just like, LOL, three die block, please. Um, everyone else has kind of got like, um, Varag level, like gets mighty blow plus two once per yeah. game that kind of thing and i can see this guy either having mighty blow plus two or a, a re-roll armor roll once per game or mighty blow plus two once per game which to be fair still pretty potent mm. yeah i don't know i, I think we, we will see him and i think like lizards are just like a like the lizard man aesthetic is popular anyway isn't it so i mean like, I saw the mini and I was like, right, uh, so do I need a Lizardman team right now? <laughs> do you know, you say that, but I think you and Ben in the last, like, 24, 48 hours have actually been talking about maybe running a Lizardman team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had, I had one and I, I, I moved it on, but now I regret that decision. <laughs> That's a classic Milton move, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> you get something, you paint it up great, you get rid of it, you're like, it's time to clear out. It's, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm clearing like, down. I don't need these things. It's like, oh, I'm, yeah. I see. Like, this is this Wait, is why. This is why you should hoard things like the rest of yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a very healthy mentality because you never have this. Um, <laughs> never forget in this situation. Now, that said, brute fun does make some pretty awesome Croxagore models. So if you don't want to wait for Forge World and you don't want to pay the Forge World money, because this is not going to be a small one. This is going to be a twenty-eight, thirty something pound guy, I think. Uh, then actually brute fun has got some pretty awesome um croxagore stls out there for you to get hold of one but I will love... be my lizard man team if uh, yeah, yeah. Got one. i'm pr printing one at the moment for nope nope can't talk about that um but the alligator face is so cool it is isn't that like aren't they meant to be though because they're croxagores isn't that a play on croc yeah but, but, more but like... standard croxagores look more like tyrannosauruses don't they they've got like that that tyrannosaurus I head. Think that. Uh, yeah, actually, I kind of know what you mean. I think it's just rough sculpting. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, you know, like the actual like artwork, they look a little bit more crocodilian. We did get a really helpful uh, actually, comment that sort because of, I got very confused in the video between the diff the difference between crocodiles and alligators. Um, it is an alligator, I think. Oh I've yeah, I think it. I think that's what they were alluding to. <laughs> I was reading the comments. I was like, so. I think the, the like square nose with the teeth that come down is alligator. I think so. Uh, someone was like, "Yeah, yeah, crocodile, crocs, you know, crocsagore, crocodile." I was like, "Ah, oh, 
Uh, yeah. They should I'll be tell called you what, crocs It's it's a far remove from the old the old Croxagore model. Oh, the yeah, uh, third, that's the, what I'm looking at now. What the third edition one? <laughs> but, but that's still around, isn't it? Like for yeah. Age of Sigma, it's still the the current Croxagore range. Hey, up until recently, that was using a lot of lizard man teams because it was technically the only Croxagore. The only you Croxagore could get. you could get. They're, they're they're not awful models. There are just much 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 better alternatives out there, and has been for a long time. The Fanath one was probably the best Crocs. Until that I, was good. Until I think that still is good. Brute fun yeah. kind of came in and usurped him. Um, uh, but if you don't have a printer, I think it's still probably the best one you can get. Yeah, and Fanath is super quick. I mean, I love the yeah. way they did their Snake Man, which was on the Monday the Snake Man star player was revealed. By the Thursday, they had released the model. I bought it, and by the time I'd returned from a different country, it was there. Like absolutely awesome. Like it was like a week turnaround between them releasing it and sending it to my house. I was like, wow, this is amazing. In the meantime, Games Workshop still hasn't released the Tree Man. So it was... (laughs) (laughs) A big lizard. Mm. Okay. So this is is indicative, right, of Amazon's coming out this weekend. You'd think. Yeah. um, uh, Votan. I keep wanting to say Voltan. Yeah, I know, Votan. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like it should be. they're, they're, they're done now, aren't they? They've had yeah. their pre their big preview, so... And they went hard for them last week on the community, didn't they, with the articles? So yeah. I, I really hope that this means Amazon's coming out this week because it's been over two months now. And... We... Go for it, Mil. Do we, do we get any star players in the Norse spike that were, like, not miniature releases? No, they did a brilliant job. They released all three. So I'm wondering... Mm, because the 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 Lustrian Super League obviously has like a dearth of star players, but we're assuming all three of these are going in there, aren't we? I would think so. I would hope so. What what other access does Amazon have? Do they get old world classic. Uh, no, I think they're um, just well. We don't know. Like the well, new we don't know, the yeah. new team may have access to old world classic, which would be interesting. Yeah, um, given a lot of options. I mean, I was kind of surprised Amazon. about that. Ugh, Norse with Griff. Yeah. Ian Triplo, who couldn't make it to the show tonight, is there licking his lips listening to this. Hello, Ian. <laughs> and uh, Ian's going to be driving somewhere listening and going, oh, yeah, I could get a good Griff roster. I'm going to have to give up all my re-rolls, but that's okay. Um, he sounded a lot like him. But... <laughs> yeah, that was pretty spot on. <laughs> I've had the Griff conversation with him that many times. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, so Amazon's coming out tomorrow basically um right i did put a little thing up on youtube that i thought would be worth it coolest star player that we've seen for amazon so far glottal stop frog lady or boa milton who's your pick oh, i actually voted on this i i chose glottal stop i think he's the coolest and at the time when i voted on it he was considerably further ahead so it's interesting to see that boa is uh Arms? yeah it's overtaken him there i mean spoilers but ben uh who did you <laughs> who would you have gone for glottal uh for me it's boa just because it's new and it's a snake man mm. i think glottal is an awesome model but i think boa takes it just because it's really kind of you said coolest and i think it's really cool to have something new um <sighs> yeah 
I feel like this is a very biased, misleading question, or like leading question with <laughs> Frog Lady as the option. <laughs> there was absolutely no... No, 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 no. There is a very options. good reason for that. On the picture things on YouTube, there is a there is a letter cap and Estelle Leveneau wouldn't fit. So then I put Estelle and all I could think of was Joey's agent from Friends. And I was going to write Leveneau and I was like, well, I don't know what that means. So that might, you know, so I was just like, ah. We're going to know her as the frog lady. There's going to be Glottal Stop, who's going to be called Glottal Stop, because Glottal Stop is a sentence that people are okay with. Boa is going to be... It's just going to be shortened to, oh, yeah, I'm running Boa. Okay, cool. And then, sadly, it is going to be the frog lady. Fair. I, I, uh, yeah. I, Fair. That's, that's not on me. That's on Game Show. this, so, uh, yeah, yeah. It would be funny if she's the most popular pick out of the lot. Yeah, I think we're probably safe. But as Milton said, Boa, 43%. Glottal Stop, 41%. And Frog Lady at 15 So Frog Lady, stay in your swamp. Probably capturing Disney princesses is kind of the vibe I got from that one. <laughs> um, and we've got a Kickstarter that is kicking around at the moment, which is the Dwarf Fantasy Football Team from... I wrote it down, but Tatiana Klein. And this is a resin and digital fantasy football team for dwarves so it's been a while since we've seen a kickstarter that's for actual physical models but i think they've done a great thing here and it's it's actual miniatures that you can buy that are going to be delivered before christmas apparently and also stls so i'm, I'm assuming from that is that they're going to be printing them and shipping them if you don't have a printer which i think is a really good method but they've got them on a screw yeah should we talk about this <laughs> This what? is a weird Kickstarter. Yeah. Okay, so the so, thing that confused oh, me here is a bit in the beginning. It says again, this is not going to be produced from a home three D printer. Oh, that means they're not printing them at home. Yeah. 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 You are right. Um. All right. Let's let's scroll down a bit because they've got some examples of the models they've produced, and the team itself will be one captain, one star player, troll slayer, one troll slayer. Up to 16 different sculpts for linemen, up to 16 different sculpts for blitzers, up to nine different sculpts for blockers. We say up to because you'll be able to combine the heads and poses to make your own version of each position, which is cool. And each position will have up to three sprues available, each containing four heads and four poses, excepting the blocker sprue as the, and the captain and star player sprue. But yeah, they've got sprues. I, 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 this I is remember weird. these. No, this is weird, though, because sprues are specifically... An injection plastic molding thing like it's a byproduct of that it's something you don't really want yes. and they've gone out of their way to make it they're doing resin which implies casting it which doesn't require a sprue in the same way and even weirder is when you get the digital files they come on the sprue no with support yeah, for the sprue. The bottom and you can see it there you go no uh, this is that odd is and very wasteful and look at the supports I'm there. I'm worried about it. Oh I know. But they're pre-supported. Well, like I mean, that, I haven't seen supports <laughs> like that, Ben, since um, old MG Picks did those, that orc team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of just gelled together and you just saw to get them off. Oh, um, actually, the Punga Dwarf team was supported in a very similar manner. That was oh, really? the worst one I have had. Like, oh, the supports worked because it basically just printed... A solid column of resin this is really interesting it's very strange and 
I, d- I don't know if they're, if they're listening to this, but it's like, I, I would just offer the models before you... Because you've gone out of your way to sculpt a sprue. Which you didn't have to... I'm not going to pretend to know everything about molding, by the way. This could be something they had to do, but I don't think they did have to do it. Um, High-quality but- resin. High-quality resin. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I feel like they've gone for the novelty of the sprue when sprue is something you really don't really want. And one of the best things about 3D printing um, is that you don't need stuff like that because you yeah. can just get the thing directly. So just, just off of that, it's very, it's just, it saves so much resin. But looking at this photo is like, there is so much resin there that's not on the okay. model. So, Sorry, first I'm of all... I'm talking too negatively about this. It's just, it's I, just, it's just I, I have to say that I missed that. So, great job, guys. Um that is a really interesting design that i don't understand it but let's talk through the prices and then we're going to talk about the design because actually i I'm, i like the design uh mm. so the digital option including 3d printed sprues uh will be uh 18 pounds get all three different sprues and the troll slayers and the captain skull okay 18 quid for a stl team is bang on where we expect to be right Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's it's two 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 months of punga. Um, it's basically I think what you get now. Fifty five pounds early bird team. You get three runner sprues, three blocker sprues, three blitzer sprues, and character sprues time three in high quality resin. Now I think that gives you fifteen players. Uh, with four. Oh no, it gives you a ton of players potentially if each sprue has got. Oh man, each sprue has got three dudes and four heads which means you get nine runners nine blockers nine blitzers they're saying here they've got 16 different sculpts for linemen 16 different sculpts for blitzers nine different sculpts for blockers so is it three is it it's three very yeah obviously it's three variants of that sprue so it's there are three three blitzer sprues. How many blitzers are on a sprue? Three. But potentially. Yeah, so not nine. No, I think it's one blitzer sprue. But the thing is, you get different sculpts because you can put a head on each. Maybe. That makes sense. Yeah. So I think you get like four pairs on a blitzer sprue, I'm going to guess. Yeah. Uh, 61 pounds for some number of dwarves. Which is is okay it looks like there's going to be at least a team's worth now the design of these dwarves right the sprue just looks so mantic games it makes me super happy but the design i think is super lord of the rings like lord yeah, of the rings I was, cinematic i was just thinking that they they, they seem like um i want to say like more true scale yeah. than like the games workshop stuff like where we have the like normal hero scale and like the look of the look and feel of them is very middle super it is. hazard isn't it yeah yeah um they remind me of the um the dwarves who walk up and down the bridge in the new rings of power uh because they've got like that beard armor as well which is just sweet if you haven't seen it it's 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 quite good it's quite good um all right i mean it's it's interesting so I like the designs. There are going to be a lot of people out there, I think, are digging the Lord of the Rings vibe right now who are going to love this. Um, the couple of questions is, one, is the sprue is questionable? Two, there's no scale sizing here. So if you're buying a physical copy, you 
don't really know. It says the minis are the standard 28 30 mil scale for fantasy football games. Where's the where's the Wolverine lineman? Like, come on. Like, Everyone needs that. Yeah. If, you, if you're doing STLs, it doesn't matter quite so much uh, unless they're pre-supported, in which case you need to know the scale. Punga. Bless them. Um, um, and yeah, interesting one. Like, And, and I, I think my other point is that the dwarf team market I think might be one of the most saturated teams out there. Everyone does a good dwarf team. There are plenty of options for sure. Yeah, I'm just thinking about them actually because you've got, yeah, Funga, Grebo, Fanath, they've all got great dwarf teams. This one... The actual Games Workshop dwarf box is one of the better ones. Yeah. In terms of what you get in it. So None of them kind of have this sort of style though. No, I agree. This is very unique. Yes. This yeah. one isn't like a one-to-one copy of anything I've seen, really. I I, I like it. I, I like the style. The sprue is interesting. It, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't just produce the files without the sprue. Like, it's not... It's not Please a do that. Please. massive Please job that. <laughs> for someone who knows yeah. how to do it is. I couldn't do it. Ben probably could. No. No, I could not. No. Don't no. <laughs> really train in that. But, like, um, if if... I, I if you can put a sprue on the models, then you would have the model to begin with. So just do just export the file without the sprue on, please. Interesting one. Very, very, very interesting. Mm. Anyway, that is uh, what did we call it? What is it called? Dwarf Fantasy Football Team. Blood Bowl. All right, cool. There you go. That's on there. It's open for nine more days, um, which means its last day will be Friday, September twenty third. So interesting one there to see. And the next thing to talk about is more tournaments. So Milton, Ben, Trips have done a great job working together to bring the Discord to life again. And on there, we have got a little tab called Tournaments. And in that, people are advertising some of the tournaments that are going on. There's quite a lot in there. So I'm just going to go through a couple that have been listed. But if you are in the market for Blood Bowl tournaments, actually join our Discord. There's a great little tournament section there. So uh, Limestone City Dungeon Brawl is in Canada. And that's going to be taking place on Saturday 5th of November. That is Ontario in Canada. So if you are from that area, there's a tournament coming there. That is... um, by sergeant saunders who has picked up the bonehead mats and tokens so if you were in canada and couldn't get to come to dungeon uh the dorset dungeon bowl go to the limestone city dungeon brawl because it's the same maps with the same tokens and i really hope that's going to be a good one because i love a bit of dungeon bowl and i love uh i loved our format i thought it was awesome um next one we had which is i'm genuinely considering going to because looking at tiff's work schedule she is going to be working this weekend uh, that it's on which is sunday the 30th of october which is halloween bowl sevens and that's in surrey five games of sevens on a day and it the format is the same as sca sunday um, which I'm, I'm a big fan of that format. So it is 600k. You've got teams with proper Games Workshop tiers and uh, tier one, two skills, primaries, tier two, two primaries and a double. Sorry, secondary. Man, it's been years. I'm still doing that. Uh, and then tier three gets... Oh, man, can't remember what they get. They get two and two. Yeah, nice. Ooh, tier three is pretty tempting here, actually. Mm. And they've got a cool uh, little tweak where they're using the 
a graveyard weather table for death zone and uh, some random balls as well which is pretty cool um so it's that's cool yeah. i think we i think i remember talking about that i think we were like the uh, graveyard weather table too yeah was it death zone? Cool yeah it was death zone but i think they dropped that in spike 11 didn't they um, yeah i'm pretty sure which i maintain is the best spike we've had since milton's spike number seven the lizard man one um loved that really 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 loved that so good few tournaments coming up um there is that one i think was in may that one's already happened uh australia november 12th there's thoughtless bowl three and hammer bowl is the one that's may next year which is cool october 30th uh, the battle for breath is happening and January you've got the Welsh championship. So yeah, if you are in the market for blood bowl tournaments, then a good place to come to is our discord. And I have put the link in the show notes. I've already done it. It's in there and I'll try my best to put a pinned comment with it on there. Uh, oh, there's another one in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada, uh, on Sunday, the 30th of October, man, apparently Canada's the good place to be yeah. for blood bowl. I think that was one just this last weekend in Quebec, right? Looking on here, I like that. Uh, what's this one? Tier one, twelve hundred, uh, one point two million. Tier two, one point, uh, one point. Huh? Oh, that's the skill allowance. Wow, twelve fifty TV plus one hundred and twenty k for tier one, one hundred and sixty k for tier two, and two hundred and twenty k for tier three. That is a chunky boy of a roster. Um, I like that. That's cool. All right, so it's wicked to see some of the tournaments that are going on. Um, and yeah, if you want to keep your nose uh, nose to the ground and your ears to the sky, then actually bounce over to the Discord where there is a ton of good Blood Bowl gear going on. Um, right, guys, have I missed anything off the news bit? Or are we are we all clear? I think that's all everything. Okay, let's talk games. Okay, so hobby and games and things, and we're going to start off with a league update from Wobble because it uh, this season is going to be closing at the end of the month. So we have to get to our seventh game by the end of the month. And things have changed a little bit at the top. It was Ben sitting there at 4-0, and and Ben is still sitting at 4-0. and But some other people have surpassed you, Ben. You've dropped to third place because uh, yeah, that's what happens when you skip club a few weeks and then so <laughs> mm. you've been leapfrogged by uh byron's underworld who got a win last night um that underworld team is nasty it's his second season actually it rolled over yeah uh some, some Ooh, good... actually how's this um better runner looking in nice missing let's games oh they're all in okay I'm, i feel like i'm gonna get mashed up against him in the worst possible time well, I'm hoping oh. you get matched up against him in the finals because, yeah, Palmer Violence. He's got, He's got a blodging two heads extra arms thrower. Huh? It's disgusting. <laughs> yep. Nearly 200k in that player. Two oh. heads, sneaky gear, uh, a block two head sidestep gutter runner. Wow. Yeah. Is that better than Hackflip? Block two head sidestep. He's not as one plus. No, but block instead of edge one plus is interesting. Yeah, true, actually. Yeah. Uh, Hackblem's a uh, strength three, though, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Hackblem's just a tank, to be fair. Yeah. Skaven Clan, right with block and guard. Skaven Thrower. 
Blitzer with Tackle Mighty Blow and an Underworld Troll with Claws and Guard. is a That's a pretty mighty roster there. <sighs> so that's number one. Number two in the league at the moment is James the Dwarf Lord has snuck his Elven Union in there with a couple of wins. He's got six games done and he's sitting at 4-1-1. One, and one. Then it's UBT at 4-0-0 zero, zero at the moment. How's your team looking? Uh, uh, a bit beat up, but um, hanging in there. Okay. Jugs, Roger, Blitzer with Mighty Blow, Blitzer with Block, but Armor Busted. That's not the end of the world. Um, Gutter, Block Two Heads is missed next game. Gutter with busted, that one. Random yeah. Sneaky Git. Yeah. That's ideal. Um, <laughs> Gutter Runner with Block. That's good. Gutter Runner with Dodge. Thrower. <laughs> Every passing skill except the good one. Yeah. Hey Milton, how would you feel about Skaven Thrower with Fumblerooski on the ball and Cloudburster? Uh, super useful. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, he is useful, but only because he's already a good thrower to begin with. Yeah. 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 OTB is is good though. OTB is really good. That's a fast yeah. offense. Uh, and a couple more linemen missing next game. Oh, yeah, they are a bit beat up, aren't they? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But you're sitting there at 12 points, Ben, with four games. So you've got three games left you can play. Uh, yeah, Byron's if I win one, I'm in playoffs, I think. Basically, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Then, Greenskill Phil, Greenskin Phil, who wrecked my Blackhawk team the other week with a absolute detestable and well-played 2-0 thrashing of the Black Mountain Buccaneers uh, with a little bit of help from Hack Flame and Bomber um, in fourth place. Then you got Just Jack, Undead Jack, uh, 11.6 games played. Solid team, really solid. That's quite a scary team. Guard, mummy, guard, grab, mummy, stuff like that. And Jack plays real well too. Uh, the Storm Drakes have finished their season. They finished with a loss against Trips and his Norse with Griff. Wow. Yeah, oh, Griff Norse. And that, that is like, yeah, pure EN, isn't it? And Milton, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was your special source, wasn't it, Milton? Mm. It's a great format. Mm -hmm. As a sandball, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, I got uh, top touchdowns in that. Something ridiculous. He's a machine, isn't he? Griff is automatic. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then me sitting at seven with 10 points. I've got two games left. I was in fourth for a brief moment on Tuesday night after I finished my game. I did sneak in a game. I did sneak in a win, 2 0 against Tom's um, Renegades. Uh, and then Trips sitting there eight with the Norse team. Only three games played. And then Warhanam with five games of Ogres next. Then you got Rich Saxby uh, with the Limhurst Rooks his human team so i did get a game in and it was great fun it was against tom played renegades but uh renegades were missing a couple of key pieces so guys renegades what are your top two positionals Ooh. who would you uh, the goblin okay yeah no the goblin was in the mino probably uh the mino was missed next game as was the skaven Ooh, so okay it was an interesting one he had like 150k or something like that um, so took an extra reroll. Um, then I bought Bomber because I had a load of cash. Uh, and I bought Bomber and a bribe because I was like, well, you know what? Big guys, there's only two big guys. We use Bomber just to keep trying to drop those big guys down. Um, and to be honest with you, Bomber was all right. It worked okay. 
but uh, I elected to receive, which I don't normally do. Normally you kick and go for the 2-1 grind, but I was like, I'm not going to let that, the big guys. An ogre versus a black orc is exactly the same as an ogre versus a human lineman. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if they're strength 5, you're strength 3. It doesn't matter. So I was like, well, I'm going to open up. I've got bomber. Actually, we'll just see what carnage we can do. And I rolled brilliantly. Um, <laughs> open up. Got Brady surfed a guy because he's got pro and frenzy and he was just running around <laughs> and then he got surfed. Um, to be like, Tom's got a brilliant goblin with two heads and horns. So he's just an absolute blitz nice. machine. Yeah, really, really, really good. Um, and it was a really interesting one. So uh, I received uh, the ball landed basically just behind my line of scrimmage. So I kind of protected it and then just block, 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 blocked away. Uh, took a couple of surfs, took a, just absolute pounded down um went for a cheeky foul got a goblin sent off but got the guy killed basically got him sent off like got him so it was just a case of removal so by the end of the first half i think we i think we, it was it was basically like seven players on his side and eight players on my side so it was like it, it, it snowballed um but i have to say the highlight of the entire match end of the first half uh tom had a, a classic you know like right i got a throw teammate option here i bundled in just chucked tz's on the ogre he was like well it's a six six or nothing and he rolled a two which is with any kind of modifier wildly inaccurate and then honed his own goblin into the crowd and uh got badly hurt and that was it goblin was oh, absolutely no. gone um so it, it just kind of snowballed and then i managed to score a defensive touchdown in the second half i argued the call successfully as well with bomber so i just kept throwing bombs when i could and then actually just use bomber as a distraction to kind of screen at went really well so i won the two one uh, the two nil grind which was really useful and uh zologs got tackle because i'm looking at the league and there's mm. there's plenty of dodgy <laughs> yeah. people kicking around you know at some point we're probably playing each other and that's going to come in hopefully nice yeah. Day, yeah yeah so <laughs> grek de has got guard zologs has got tackle small soul snapper did all right i think he got another touchdown he's got wrestle uh Barflog the Brave with shadowing got sent off for fouling and Grob Brady is sitting there got another touchdown pro and frenzy which is an interesting match interesting mix of skills it's not ideal <laughs> but I, dude with um with the cheeky bit of guard it's yeah, not that's it's, fair. it's not hard to set up a four die block with Grob Brady and because he's got pro those ones where it's like push push or push skull you just try and pro the skull or a push it's a free dice so it's basically gone from a four die block to a four and a half die block uh oh so it's pro can you just reroll one of them then you are only allowed to reroll one. Oh, okay that's actually kind of good then yeah it's kind of like brawlery in a way yeah if you've got pro free. and brawler you can reroll the both you can reroll the both down if you don't like it you can then try and pro the other dice oh okay so, yeah that's cool yeah, I mean, not as good as block because if you had block, you just both down them and you, you're good to go. But you know, yeah. <laughs> um, that it was a oh, he's on he's on 17 SPP crop Brady, what an absolute champ. Yeah, he's I done think... great, and everyone keeps trying to kill him. He got surfed yeah. in this game, um, which is probably the safest place for him after he, he surfed a human lineman who got just ended up sideline. I was like, oh, it's too tempting not to take it. Push, push, push <laughs> off the pitch, and then kind of realized that his goblin blitzes at strength three and therefore was going to get two dice on Grot Brady. I was like, no, <laughs> Grot Brady's gone, but at least he didn't die. And uh, that pro is just so useful for doing things like picking up the ball when you run out of rerolls and stuff. Um, 
And Tom also has a pro lineman who did a really solid job because he tried to put the boot in with his human thrower for the Renegades and the thrower got sent off. Oh, no. Yeah, it, it was a bit like that. That's a mistake. Um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I can see. Uh, yeah, in. yeah. I, I probably should click on the game. Um, yeah. So the thrower got sent off. So the pro lineman then did everything, um, and then we, I think, we ended up surfing him as well, and he got killed. Uh, then got apothecaried back to, I think, maybe miss next game or just regular injury or yeah, something. Yeah, injury miss next game by looks of it. Yeah. So it was a bit of a bit of a solid one. We rolled garbage on dedicated fans though. At the beginning of the uh... game. Oh yeah, like a one and a two. I still got plus yeah. six, so we still got a reasonable amount of money. But yeah, seventy um, k and fifty k, but fifty k in twenty twenty is pretty low. Yeah, yeah, it is. It was a great game though. I loved loved the matchup. It was really good fun. Um, love Renegades, and I was super glad that the Minotaur wasn't there because that Minotaur versus Blackhawks is 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 dangerous because there's nothing. Yeah, Blitz is the troll. It's just brutal. Even with your guard, it's not enough. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so I got yeah. very lucky in the timing of that match and just tried to beat the heck out of him. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It worked that game. It did not work against uh, Greenskin and Phil, um, who just outplayed me and Hackflem. Basically, a bomber and Hackflem, which, what the heck do you do? Like, do you cage up to protect yourself from Hackflem? Uh, you die and lose. Well, yes. I think is what you <laughs> Tick. <laughs> mission accomplished yeah so i was i was like within scoring range so i caged up because i was like well what's more likely bomber taking out the entire cage or hack flim going in for a two die blitz turns out bomber taking out the entire cage uh threw a ball bomber the ball carrier went down as did i think two sides of the cage and then hack flim just ran in there grabbed the ball um it was beautifully beautifully well played and continues my streak of consistently losing against people who have won our tournaments <laughs> Yeah, I can't say Wayne and Wayne and him. I've not, no, I've not beaten. Uh no one can beat Wayne. Did Got Sam league. Sam Frenzy Garner did win our league? That did win, did win a tournament of ours, didn't he? Yeah, he won with Corn. Nah, I think. Okay, fine. All right, I have beaten one of our tournament champions. That's something. Okay, we're like building our own little. Um, what's the league called at the end of the Pokemon game? Indigo. Oh. The Elite Four? Yeah. Oh, the Elite yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. We're building our own Elite Four of Blood Traitor. <laughs> Blood Bowlers. It's amazing. Oh, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a show right there. Your uh, leaders and our Elite R. How about you guys? Got any good games in recently? No, I've been really bad at going to club. Um, yeah, I don't think I've played anything since the last pod. Shame. Uh, I played a bit of AOS, actually. That is, that, is a, that is true. I did play some small games of AOS with my friend. Was it fun? Um, yeah, we played actually 500-point games, which was actually way more fun. Wow. Um, which I was really surprised. We but tried that it's... at Club, and then Ian Power gamed it, and it was the least fun I think I've had in a very long time. <laughs> Not only you, I think Milton here Power gamed oh, it yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Lessons were learned. Yeah. Zombie Dragon, a 500-point yeah, yeah, game yeah. with like, armor that you can't hit. It, yeah. Was, yeah. It, was, it was amazing, but it was probably unjustifiable. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that game's yeah. so broken. Great models, keep, but that is definitely the where where fun goes to die a little bit. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Mel? Any games? Yeah, no, actually, I have. I mean, we've played some, haven't we, Ben? But yeah. I can't say uh, too much about that quite yet. I don't think you'll see the first one of those in a few weeks, which is cool. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we've got a uh, sevens league here on the island. And um, what I am learning is that uh, the uh, the death zone rules for sevens league are unforgiving, but a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I'm running my undead team. So uh, yeah, that was, it was kind of interesting. So my, my first game was against Corn. That went all right. I lost. But it was a it was a close loss, and then I played against Snotlings, where I won. But he killed one of my uh, my whites because <laughs> I was running a two two ghoul, two white, two skeleton zombie list with a reroll, and um, yeah, like losing losing a white that early on in the league was just horrendous, and I haven't made the cash up for it, and so I uh, I played my uh, third and fourth game last Wednesday. And they were both really fun. So I played first first game was against Necromantic. Oh, um, Undead versus Necro. Was he running yeah, wolves? Yeah, yeah. Um, two wolves. Okay. And um, yeah, he like he outnumbered me enormously in terms of um, like players. I it was a draw, and I got extremely lucky. I mean, the thing is about the sevens is you know a lot of the, a lot of the teams are not running re rolls. And, and that in itself can be unforgiving because you make those plays where you're like, oh, you know, the odds are in my favor. I've got to make this play. And Simon, who was my opponent, who's a fantastic coach, just got a little bit unlucky. Like he was, he was there. He was about to score, and he went for the like two up dodge and failed it. I had no reroll to like rely on. And then my ghoul just got in there, got the ball, swung around. Um, and we kind of went back and forth and back and forth and never really got anywhere and ended up in a draw. Um, I didn't lose any players in that game, and <laughs> so that was nice. Um, but I did have, like, obviously because I'd lost out my uh, my white, my blitzer. Uh, I was running another zombie lineman um, as my uh, my journeyman, and I still didn't I still didn't have enough cash to really buy anything of any significance. Um, other than buying the lineman for the next game. So I just left it. My next game was against Elf Union, uh, which I won. Nice. Yeah. Um, That's impressive one. with a crippled undead roster. Well, he had a fairly crippled elf team as well. So ah. he, he played um, Chris's Norse and chris's dice were on fire and i think like at the end of the match he just like had like two players left on the pitch and half of them in the injury box i think he'd lost one of his blitzes um for the game that we were in so he was a bit of power down um and yeah I, he just his his dice were just super unlucky in, in our game as well um and and i took every advantage of that as i could um <laughs> the 2-1 win and um yeah no so i managed to get enough cash and i've, I've sat there the, the, the funny thing about it is is, is the skill ups They're you get the random, choice, yeah. don't you? and and it's random so it's either you choose um it's random select, primary or random you select secondary, a player it? and you it's random or it randomly selects a player and you choose so I, for every single one of my skill arms, I've um, 
I've taken. Oh yeah, but that's that's not the funniest part. So I got to the end of the necromantic, um, the necromantic game, and you have to roll on any of your skilled players to see whether or not they stay or they go off to the big leagues. So you you roll a d6, and you've got to roll more than what they have in terms of skills. So if they've got one skill, you're looking at a two up, right? Yeah. And I had a I had my two ghouls, which had both leveled up. One of them had sure hands, and the other one had strip ball. Okay. Yeah. And the strip ball one left. Okay. So I went into that Elf Union game with <laughs> without the uh, without. Um... Do you get paid for that, or do they just leave? No, they leave. This doesn't sound like the most fun way to play Blood Bowl. Yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> it's frustrating. So um... I feel like Sevens is a br a great way to try out teams and stuff like that. I think Sevens is is brilliant for um like constructed blood bowl preferably expansion where you brew up a, and you add a skill and stuff but the thing is with with sevens is like league league can be crushing in 11s right but yeah. with sevens every single player that you miss is basically oh, twice no, it, as impactful it, 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 it's horrendous and then if you're um, losing think... your good players as well and not getting anything back that is just god that is a that is a game that is a, that is the that might be the most masochistic league way of playing blood bowl yeah it's it's crazy um Ooh. so yeah I, I mean i've got i got a skill up on my my white blitzer which is stand firm which came in actually came in really useful in the elf game um kind of forced some like difficult decisions and i've now got another ghoul with fend <laughs> i'm not sure how like useful that's going to be oh wow I, I am currently sitting top of the league oh good lads with my two one one um i don't know how long that's going to last though because there's quite a few guys that, that haven't played four games yet and we're going up to six so i've got two more games though and then it'll go into finals so i've, st I've still got a chance come on milton you can do it you can, can do, do it, it. I can <laughs> do it. that'd be good cool right i think We've all got some games in. We're going to have a busy week, a busy week, a busy month, where hopefully Ben and I are going to get some more club games in, in Wobble Land. I've got my first game in the Entoyment League coming up. And then, uh, yeah, we've got these games this coming weekend, BT, as well, which will be good fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, wicked. Uh, the stream's going to be fun. Good to see people there. Hopefully it'll be really good. Right, we'll take a quick break, and then it's time to talk Bonehead Podcast. Okay, and we're back. So it is episode 100 and we had a ton of ideas and a ton of great suggestions out there for what we could do. We could do this, we could do that, we could do a live stream, we could play some games. All of that is awesome fun and we intend to do it in the future. But with the timeline of everything that was going on and I had to push the schedule back and everything and it just seemed like actually, you know what, what we want to do is just have a chat, have a podcast, have a chat. And then we can do all the cool stuff in the future when we've got time. I think where we've got seven super series filming at the moment and we're in sevens month. So there's a, a ton of content kind of going out. The thought of doing a live stream and uh, a bash or dash like thing was actually a little bit too much work, too much stress right now. So 
what we did was we posted out on the discord and we'll have a look at that in a second and on youtube and we said well it's episode 100 time we had so many great suggestions on what to do bt and i have decided to kick back and chill chat episode instead uh, what are your thoughts on a few things what is your bonehead podcast highlight what should we do more of what should we do less of and space for a random thought about blood bowl um and we thought we'd just have a chat through it and actually it'll be a really good opportunity for us to talk through some of the great stuff we've done talk through some of the stuff we want to do and i have no doubt we're going to have some great blood bowl nonsense kind of conversations pieces in here as well so guys this is just us having a chat about the podcast and about blood bowl really so pressure is off and we can just chill chat which i think is pretty nice i because i have a feeling yeah. that despite milton's negativity it's going to be amazon week next week so <laughs> <laughs> okay let's have a look at some of the comments on the youtube bit and then we'll hit the discord afterwards okay so um lucas says i've been a big fan of the show for a while and recommend it every chance i get what i'd love to see is specific team guides against other specific teams like how to win against dwarves with lisbon or how to win against dark elves as lisbon etc 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 i think lucas might be having trouble with lisbon love the show big congrats on your 100th episode thank you very much lucas um I guess this one from a content point of view, this will happen at some point in a series of shows called Matchup Monday. But it's a lot of effort and it's a lot of prep. And even though I've got a video intro and a logo for it, I have another time to plan it out and do the stuff because all I do in my spare time is make intros. <laughs> if there's an, an, like, an alliterative idea, I think you've already had it. It exists, yeah. I can't yeah. tell you how upset I am with the stuff that Games Workshop are doing. Like heresy Thursday, uh, monthly meta or whatever it is. <laughs> the head, no, but like heresy Thursday. Uh, oh, like uh, yeah. The closest thing they've got is new mini Monday, and I'm like, oh, I like that. That's that's all. That's all right. That's all right. And then heresy Thursday. I guess you can really. What? How could you alliterate heresy? Uh, I don't know if you can. Doesn't it? Doesn't it go to any days of the week or month? Horace heresy Istvan. I don't know. I guess you can't do it. Hey, if we can't do it, like you said. Uh, oh, drop zone December. Ah, oh, that would be fun. Is it drop zone, drop site? Drop site. Was it drop site massacre? Nothing oh, says I, Christmas spirit like a massacre, Ben. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> like the Istvan massacre. Uh, yeah. On the 12th day of Istvan, the Primarchs gave to me. <laughs> Five dead legions. Yeah, virus bombs. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> that's an, oh we've already taken up the idea they're gonna do a christmas video now and it's gonna be that i hope so because we could be there mm. and be like yay that was us anyway lucas thank you very much uh mick t congratulations on the 100 one thing i missed i'd like to see again is the creative challenges with listener responses star players spells giants short stories and that kind of stuff um <laughs> what should there be less of a wise man once said more blood bowl is more better uh there should be less of nothing i like that so guys creative challenges and star players and spells and stuff like that i think this is a good point to start postulating because we've we've had some good fun doing stuff like that haven't we mm, yeah it's been a lot of fun yeah i think i remember doing something with the uh the comet from aos or something oh the endless spells competition yeah that was it that was cool yeah God, that was a while ago now wasn't it that was a while ago. This is the really funny thing. 100 episodes, right, is probably, what, four and a bit years of Blood Bowl? That's mental. And in that time, you know, we started off with Rich and I recording on his 
kitchen table with well i say bad audio we've kind of that that's a that's a running theme uh <laughs> it has improved it has improved we have kinks but it's definitely improved yeah except i filmed sure. wednesday today and because my web like all the templating was on obs on the pc and obviously the pc just can't handle being used anymore so i was like no worries export upload it what i didn't do was change the mic input or anything so i recorded whip wednesday oh, no. in complete silence oh no way and i was like oh good oh good more yeah <laughs> whip wednesday indeed. Wednesday. yes exactly <laughs> i was like i feel really gutted because there's some really cool stuff um i'm like oh brilliant oh, yeah. but I'll be re-recording that on Saturday. I was like, oh, that's okay. I feel gutted. Um, but uh, it's cool. That's and, the worst feeling. Oh, it happens so much. It's so aggravating. I really should have learned by now. But you get to a point where you're comfortable with your settings and then you stop double-checking because you're like, oh. Complacency. Mm, I know. I know. We're getting better with the, with the show. I mean, the audio was quiet at the beginning and then we fixed it because we checked the audio. So. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Apologies about that. Personal growth. Um, yeah it's only taken 100 episodes uh, <laughs> but yeah like you guys said it's it's been a really long time and we've been through different iterations of blood bowl so my first question to you guys is is how how do you see how is blood bowl right now like as a complete level because when we started the podcast we were exploring stuff because the core was all there right so we were off creating spells star players giants where do you see blood bowl now compared to then like how far is it i think it's in a pretty healthy place to be honest like i i think because it still feels kind of new with the new edition we've haven't really felt like we needed to add that like i know we've got been really hard on secret teams and stuff like that um and like the mixed team tournaments was like part of it because it was a really fresh like you know icing on top of something which has kind of been the same for a long time and it was really cool to do that and then we're still kind of in that nice honeymoon period i think of the new season I think it's getting to the point now where it would be nice to go back to that, hence our tournament in November. Um, and so that'll be really interesting. And I'd love to see us play with secret teams more in 2020. But yeah, I think ultimately the game's pretty good right now. It's pretty good to me, at least. How, how do you feel about it, Milton? Where do you think Blood Bowl is? Yeah, I agree with Ben, really. Um, I think honeymoon phases is quite a good way to describe it, isn't it? Like, I... I I'm still trying to adjust to the changes. And then I think like, oh, it's been out for like two years. What's wrong with me? Uh, um, that first year though was was COVID, wasn't it? So it was yeah, kind of like, it was at the end of COVID. We snuck a tournament in in October and then we all went back into lockdown three, lockdown two. And then it was a bit uncomfortable for a bit. So it's only really been out in league play since we've, you know, lockdowns lifted, to be honest. Yeah, so. no, that's true. That's true. And yeah, I've had the... The experience of parenthood as well on top of that so yeah uh, of course um you yeah you've popped a sprog i've got married ben's bought a house yeah yeah all sorts of crazy growing up. he hasn't decorated um, the lounge yet but that's fine uh, and yeah I, hey. I think you're right like <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we just haven't had that need to kind of introduce that kind of stuff but um you know yeah that, that format was was very sort of solved it was solved yeah 
I think it was, um, I think definitely. And that's something that we really enjoyed at the beginning of it was a case of, and to be fair, we, we do like, I think our shtick here with Blood Bowl is do stuff that's fun, but here's some ways to get better. But this is kind of casual to intermediate territory. We're not pros. We can play Blood Bowl really well when we want to, but as a team of people, generally speaking, dude, you were top table at one of our tournaments. And you're four and oh in the league. Okay. So not only were you top table at a tournament, but you were also winning until you've decided to stop coming to le- like winning the league so we we got that bit but actually we'd rather try the next fun thing play with the rules yeah. try a different experience and that was what got us all into this was that bonehead bowl of the beginning was a case of yeah i mean i, I don't want to go to the 27th tournament where i'm going to be playing the same dark elf list against the same wood elf list like actually we were like yeah you can do that but actually why not have just one random event where everyone has a good time and does something different and different fun. I, and yes, I know that you don't earn NAF points for it, but hey, your opponent may not be NAF registered anyway. So like, yeah. it felt like before we were playing with sort of expansions and DLC, and now we've got a new game and we're still exploring the vanilla content. Well, you, yeah. say, that, though. you say that though, we've had an expansion in Dungeon Bowl. Which was awesome. Very I true. Mean, we've had like you know that that's another reason that's kind of contributed to this honeymoon phase, hasn't it? Because we had the season two box set drop, and then a year later, Dungeon Bowl as another complete box set with a whole another complete rule set and, and sevens as well, and sevens, uh, yeah, and official sevens in the death zone as well. So we've got all of this like really like cool uh, Games Workshop led kind of changes and stuff, and like it's just yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? But what I was going to say is, you know, the, the format's changed, the meta's changed, the teams have changed. And so what we're going to be able to do at some point is come back and revisit all those things, like yeah. the spell, the giants, the star players, and all of that kind of stuff, because it's different. It's vastly different to how it was previously. And we can kind of come over that content again, and we can do a comparison as to how things have sort of changed. Absolutely. Really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I love exploring stuff and I think you know we like like you said Ben we haven't even started looking at the secret team stuff um and a lot of it isn't fully locked in yet from on the fumble side and they've done some horrible things to some of your teams I don't know if you've looked at them but the what? ethereal you team what? the ethereal team oh, fine, I, yeah. Yeah, I thought you oh, yeah I bet you don't are this <laughs> very 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 different yeah they are yeah and no, I've seen it um which is cool i mean like literally like you just said milton like it is it's a it's a refresh like this is this is battlestar galactica the reimagined series but with blood bowl um god i love that series great show so say we all um it's not aged the best it's not it's not terrible but yeah um the mini series is still so good and bear mccrary the music ah so good anyway great 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 point there ah Baron. Uh, well, first of all, massive congratulations on an awesome achievement. 100 episodes. That only tells a fraction of the story, though, when you think about all the YouTube content as well. Yeah, we're on the way to a thousand videos, which is pretty sweet as well. Um, here are my here are my top five highlights. Love that. Good lad. Bonehead Podcast 62, Bash or Dash. Yes. Yeah. This, this has been flagged by so many people, and I think this is probably going to have to be the first thing that we do again soon. 
Um, uh, such a funny segment, and everyone got really competitive. It's also a fun but simple game that I think was put together very fairly. It could easily fall down due to subjectivity, but I agree with every decision made by Bonehead Ben when he placed the teams along the bash dash spectrum. Wasn't me. I used numbers given to me by everybody else. I, it wasn't me. It was the spreadsheet, which is amusing. He agreed with the community data. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> man, that's literally my job at work as well. That's really funny. It's not me. It's the maths. Um uh, I need to go back and listen to that again. We need to go back and film another one of those. Uh, 47 Secret Team Special. A fantastic look at many wonderful teams from Fumble Secret League. Here we go, lads. I think I think Baron might be a full bonehead here. Um, 87, the Beachhead Tournament Weekend Special. As someone who took part in the tournament, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to the debrief and analysis. Uh, it was a fantastic weekend and a pleasure to be a part of, although I was gutted my roster was one off for finishing fifth, getting showcased on the podcast from the seventh day. Ah, uh, um, podcast number one where it all began. Uh, dude, Baron has done my job for me. Love this guy. Um, uh, I love this episode for its raw joy of Blood Bowl and the laid back nature of the chat, the crazy ideas, and the genuine desire to build the Blood Bowl community. And I, I like to think that that's kind of stuck with us, but um, it's definitely a little bit of an element there where the 2020 reset made us go away from crazy exploration into i think what we've already said guys about like we went because there was so much to explore outside of standardized blood bowl everything was ridiculous and then we kind of focused a little bit more on the core game um mm -hmm. which i don't think i don't think it's bad because that i think that's helped us hopefully grow the community because actually it's a case of you're joining a fresh game you're joining a new place and actually this is where you start and soon enough... Yeah, selfishly, it was quite nice for me because I was new anyway. So it's like, uh, finally, I'm on the same play level playing field as everyone else when this new edition comes out. I, yeah, of. the hard reset was good. Uh, I'd also like to share my top five YouTube highlights, top five Fridays, love it. Um, love a good ranking. I can tell. Uh, and also a fantastic and surprising seeing everyone else's opinion. Team development videos. Um, even if my skill choices are sometimes non-optimal. Ah, that, They're the best ones. Just look at Ben Skaven team. Um, Oh, I love this one, guys. Seven Super Series. The theme tune alone has the, is the reason <laughs> it's here. Uh, fantastic blubble action with an interesting development progression. Anyone who hasn't checked out Series Zero, One, and Two should definitely go back and give it a go. And in just a few weeks, Season Three as well, guys. When I when I brewed up the trailer, and I just I when I brought the trailer out of retirement the other week for the September Sevens update video, I was so happy. I just it makes me so happy but on that What's video that it, I got a copyright flag on YouTube really yes and it's the only time I have bothered arguing it so I went to the place where I got the video with the intro music from and I argued with them and they did the thing and I had to contact this other person we we're all clear so I was like no I was no no because we definitely licensed that music yes I was like that is yeah that is our music and if I have to challenge every single video I damn well will because that music <laughs> is so important and it is i actually really love the bonus oh okay i'll tell you what we're going to come to that in a sec uh, number two monthly meta it's great recap to see what the current needs are uh but the really interesting bit is seeing how teams have performed in the last quarter i love doing the monthly meta i haven't done it for september yet for two reasons one because i am genuinely waiting for amazons to drop so that it can be in there because it seems stupid to be like Here's a monthly meta, and then two weeks later, Amazons are out. Um, and also, because the NAF stats, I'd have no idea how to get to them. So I'm relying on 
Mike Davies to to process them, I should probably just go and have a chat with him. Um, he does great work. He does like this ex NAF president. I don't think anybody in the world loves Bob Ball more than Mike. Um, but I have to wait for him to kind of filter the data out of the secret sanctum of the NAF database before we can really get to grips with it. Um, Perform the ritual. Yeah, I, I think it is a little bit like incense and mechanicum <laughs> chanting. Yeah. Um, so I probably have to just go and have a chat with him and be like, hey, how do I get access to the data? Um, I've been paying the FNAF for like 10 years. I've had two accounts for like six of them because I couldn't remember how to log into the other one. Um, <laughs> which which, which actually was a point of contention when I ran for NAF presidency, um, which I forgot about. They were like, well, why, why is your account so new? And I was like, because I locked myself out the other one and couldn't be bothered to try and get it reset. It was just easier for me to go and spend £10 and get another set of dice to create another ah, account. The most Ben <laughs> sentence I've heard. Oh, well, well, you know, it's more dice. I was like, oh, I love dice. That is fair, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, it's always good to have another set of block dice. So I, was I like, like this logic. Yeah, exactly. I thought you would, Mill. Um, and number one, Bonehead Championship. This is the culmination of years of testing, playing, and experimenting with recording Blood Bowl. The design of the championship, the branding of the teams, the logos and merch, the variety of coaches and the viewer participation. It was all excellent and a huge success, and I cannot wait for the next one. And it has some great shouts there. And I love the tune for the Bonehead Championship as well. I love the BHPC. The best feeling I had with this was seeing people come to tournaments in the team oh, shirts. The oh, it's like the best thing ever. That so was... if you've done that, just thank you. That's so awesome. That was it's like, hey, someone's wearing the, the two-year-old Titan yeah. Titans. Oh, the Titans. Oh, gosh. I can't remember the chap's name. Ah, oh, that was that was oh. an absolute highlight. And um, then Ben brought, oh, wow. his, yeah, bought, bought wore the um the Wild Hunters T-shirt to the Dungeon mm -hmm. Ball team, and then consist consist conceded not consisted consider con then went and did great Blood Bowl with War Dancers, which was just super appropriate and way better at that than my words were at wording. Um, that was a very big, very favorite failure. That uh, was a me sentence. Good job. Was, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, bends and sentences. That's where we shine. Um, I can't hear. Ah, oh. not picking up. No. Oh well, I was listening? listening to the seven super series theme tune. <laughs> Noise filtering's too good. Um, yeah. Um, we fixed the audio too much. <laughs> You need to go back. <laughs> Good job with the condenser. What do I want more of? Anything of the above. Actually, there was one thing. It'd be really great if somewhere you had a Hall of Fame section with each of your previous tournaments and who the winner was and what team they used. Even just a list on the website that could be added with each tournament. Hmm. Of course. That's such a good idea. And I think, Milton, with the way you were kind of curating the tournaments at the moment, having that organization is... Uh, is yeah, I could facilitate that. Is... Yeah, so much. I'll, so I'll put that on my list of to dos. Get on that. Ah, oh, dude, that'd be amazing. Um, it can be really challenging, like running the tournaments, because I think now's probably a good time to talk about blood bowl tournaments. Uh, it could be really. What, what's what's the what's what am I trying to say? You got to be flexible when dealing with people. Like we like to do things one way, but actually it's not our game. Like and everyone it's it's not our game at all so we like to use the excel oh it's not excel the google sheet 
Actually, there's a myriad of other roster tools out there. Like, And when it comes to tournaments, it really doesn't matter how you submit your tournament roster for one of our events okay we're capped to 80 100 people for the for the like the world cup and stuff it makes sense to have an online submission series because there's going to be you know 2000 rosters but for ours actually we're always kind of like look just get us your roster so we can make sure that it's as fair as possible ahead of time we like to print out rosters so that everyone again is is it's not like i've got my super secret list i'm not telling you to the day of tournament I'm not telling you if it's legal and when my opponent asks I might tell them the truth like that's not how we want to play we want to make this as easy as possible because actually it's we want blood bowl to be visible and on the pitch so actually us providing that levels the playing field for those people who don't have printers you know like we want to make sure that you can hand your roster to your opponent so that's why we want the rosters in we want to make sure that you've got the right rules and that no one's been confused or made something different what it does mean, and I think Milton, you've kind of experienced this now as well, is that it works different for other people. Like you may have a photocopy at the back of a rule book and your roster goes on there. That's legit. Like you may just send us a text file with, hey, this is why I'm running. This is my skill package. That's legit too. These are all like perfectly fine ways to play Blood Bowl. What it does mean is that when it comes to a tournament data process, you get a mixture of text, spreadsheets, PDFs saved of spreadsheets, uh, pictures of copies of rosters and it's really difficult it's a lot of work to collate it all and this is why i'm super glad that milton's helping out in, in that way because i love a database guys i mean ben you're 40k and stuff like that who who doesn't love net decking right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's it's really difficult when blood bowl because it's so i want to say feudal and independent and different and mm. I think that's part of its charm is that it, every tournament is run differently. Every rules package is generally speaking different. And it also means that every player and the way they process things is different. But the game is always the same. But it means that, you know, you it's really difficult unless the, the tournament is built with a way of exporting and showing rosters. It's really difficult to track down what roster won a tournament like it's even hard for us like some of our past events like you know beachhead's a great example where we had uh what do we have like 80 for the saturday and 50 for the sunday so that's 120 different rosters um it's probably about 60 different coaches um which means 60 slightly different ways of submitting a roster and it, it that's a ton of work to get that in a format that you can share so it's just a case of it's too late, like we can't do it. Yeah, it's definitely something we could look at to do for the um, just the winter though, like to to get the winning roster. I'm sure we can we can find that. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, mm. um, that's a really good point. A really good idea. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think we can do that. Uh, I'll have a look into it. Thanks, Milton. Milton's Quick the tech guy. He's yeah. A doing a cracking job uh just wanted to finish by saying a huge thank you to all involved in the bonehead podcast as well as the friends of the podcast ian trips milton lewis sam and rick to name but a few but especially to bt and ben for all their hard work and dedication to an operation that brings so much enjoyment to blood bowl fans everywhere keep up the good work but ben don't work too hard here's to the next 100 thanks awesome post thank you so much dude I, I haven't yeah, that was that. that was amazing yeah, that's some good stuff yeah, thank you as we're talking through this guys if there's something you want to add please just jump in and and you know just extrapolate uh blunt brush highlight 
taking part in the shared love of Blood Bowl that we experience as a community, even if we're just able to listen to it more Blood Bowl. I hear it's better that way. Less non-Blood Bowl related things. That's, okay. that's interesting. And random thought, where's our official squig team? I feel we've been very patient. Dude, 20 points to whatever house you're in, Blunt Brush. Uh, we need that squig team. Ben, you and I had a bet at the beginning of the year that it would be Slanesh or Slan or, or Squigs. We both lost. I think this is a draw. Yeah, uh, we still got a couple more months. You never know. Maybe Amazons get released, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, by the way, also Slan." <laughs> Do you know, what? I also really Slan. like your Slanesh idea, though. Like, that's just a team I'm going to buy. Yeah, the He's Slan replacement Slanesh yeah. with the Pogoy long leggy claw blitzers. Yes, please. And a strength five edge, two plus big guy with no hands. Hands, yeah. God, that's terrifying, that. isn't it? Ah, uh, be spicy though. It would be with yeah. leap. With leap, just this. What would it be like? A slanesh snake demon. Yeah, it'd be one of the um. No, what they they released them the the beastman the slangor. Yeah, the slangor. Why would it have no hands? Because they. Oh, because of claws. Because the claws. Of it'd be like claw leap. Like Zoidberg. Yeah. Isn't that? Did wouldn't the the fumble slanesh team? You ran that in one of our tournaments, didn't you? Oh yeah, I think. Didn't that you did, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, no, you, you might have done. It. You did, yeah. The demon, the Slanesh demon team. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, Hang that on, was I've got the that was really up here. Let's do it. That's because I was looking at it before. Yeah. Slanesh teams. Uh, yeah. No, wait. That's the Slave to Darkness one. It's Demons of Slanesh. Uh, with me, Demons Slanesh. Yes, no, they had the Keeper of Secrets. Yeah, there. Strength 5, Edge 4. In the old days. Movement 7, Strength 5, Edge 4. That didn't have no hands, and it was absolutely obscene. <laughs> it's that, 200k player. That yeah. roster was ridiculous, because this was back in the day where Leap was really good as well, wasn't it? Because those guys were yeah. like, Edge 3, Edge 4 with Leap, which just meant it was 3+, plus or 2+, plus, and you could just bamf around. 0 to 60 minutes, all with Hypnogaze, Claw, and Regeneration. Oh, yeah, I feel like I did play this, and I've only played like a couple of games, and it felt disgusting, so I stopped. Uh, was it illegal? Was it a tournament? I think it might have been a three-round tournament, maybe. I think, I think it, it might have been. It. I don't remember playing along. Wasn't it one of the like the Tombstone tournaments? Oh, it might have been a Tombstone replacement it wasn't during a lockdown. One. Oh, it might have been Bonehead Bowl two then, or Summer Sorcery. I've oh, too many. Oh, I remember. I, you, I remember seeing you play. I didn't play you. I, I did coverage for that one. I, ben. I, I genuinely don't remember playing the games. Like I only remember it now looking at it, but I don't remember what the games were like. I feel like I feel like I streamed your game. Might have done. That must have been in lockdown, man. That was great fun. I don't think I know my fumble login. I can't check. <laughs> Yeah, I've got like six Fumble <laughs> accounts as well. So I'm like, Bonehead Ben. I'm like, I don't know which email account I used for this. I don't know. So now I'm Bonehead underscore Ben. Uh, let's try this one for the fourth time. Um, yeah, no, I'm sure I'm sure we did. Um, that was great fun. But we should we should do more Fumble, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it does look bad, though, doesn't it? Interesting subject. Sorry, on Bluntbrush's comment was less non-Blood Bowl related things. Um... Sometimes we just ramble, and I think we like to keep it in. And so I think that's where it is. And sometimes when it's like, we like to talk about the games we played, often, especially, yeah, of, often it's not Blood Bowl, but we still like talking about it because it's still like the hobby. And I think sometimes it can be good to take a break. But um, 
So I think we'll probably still continue to talk about non-blood related things sometimes. But I do understand your comment. Blood Bowl podcast. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. fun to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's there really... will be an episode where it's not Blood Bowl. Well, maybe. Um, maybe we do at some point. Like That was kind of where Cursed City was going to go. I'm sorry to bring that up. True. Yeah, it could be. It could be. But we'll still always do Blood Bowl. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we would always, always, always do the brothers. Great stuff. Stuart Shelley, I love chill. I love chill chat podcasts. They can bear fruit in so many unexpected places. Highlight people's short stories getting read out in the run up to Christmas. Yeah, that was cool. I actually had an idea about that. This so, is a good time to talk it through. Yeah, no, so I was thinking it would be quite cool to have another little competition like that. And rather than the story just being like out of nowhere the story should be a game you've played that you're like a particular element of a game that you've played where something special has happened and you're like illustrating that in the story does that make sense oh that would be very cool so like oh, i went to a tournament and like i clinched like a last turn touchdown and just like write about the build-up to that and like how like it could like that could kind of be like how you felt, or it could be like from the perspective of the players, or, or that kind of thing. And so that we get an element, like a flavor of your gameplay through that. So kind of like a match report kind of thing. Is that what you're saying? In, in in a way, yeah. But like sort of narratively, like flavorful. I think that could be quite cool. Could be quite interesting because then we get to see some of you know when you have those moments when you're playing the game, and you're just like, no one's ever going to believe this. Like. I just like two die up, two die up, threw the ball on a four up, caught it, dodged <laughs> through like seven blitzes, and 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 did a and then did a GFI uh, a rush into the end zone, <laughs> failed it, fumbled the ball to the guy that was next to me, and he caught it. And you'd like be really cool to see like you know to like hear people's games like where that kind of like crazy stuff happened. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that could be really fun, actually. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd want to phrase it as like a competition, but it'll be fun to hear submissions. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, maybe yeah. that is something we could do. Is is have a another bit on the Discord where we could do like a not not short story section, but something like that. And then we could occasionally we could read them out or something. Oh yeah, I quite like that idea. Okay, Blood Bowl moments. We could, pick, we could pick some highlights. Blood Bowl moments. That's great. Yeah. Mm. We could just pick up a few highlights. Yeah, be Ben, cool. you did cool. run Slanesh. You went two oh, one one. Yeah, it was Bonehead Bowl two. You ran Nurglings oh, really? in um, Summer Sorcery. Did I? <laughs> Apparently so. Oh my god! I, I've got a video of me streaming a game against so, you in trips. Alzheimer's is real. So, so Bonehead Bowl two was tabletop, wasn't it? No, no. Bonehead Bowl two oh. was during the apocalypse. Oh no! Of course, yeah. And then Summer Sorcery one was where you played against trips he was running assassins and you were running nurglings and there was the dudes with guard oh yeah they're all like strength one they had like guard and stupid stuff it was yeah that was a really weird team the nurgling team the team called triple power stab you streamed yeah so ben you streamed the game didn't you yeah yeah that's why i remember you playing it because i was watching the stream That was so Holy good. How, how, how did we forget that? Hey, man, lockdown was a blur. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Lockdown was a, a weird blur. time. I know. It's so funny Like that we've been through all of this. I don't remember playing games. 
Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, it's wicked. Um, I love that. Uh, more of anything with audience input including guessing tournament winners also dungeon bowl well look when it comes to audience input this is what we're hoping that some of our tournament streams can kind of bring in um because actually it'd be really cool during a game you put up a poll who's going to win this round like stuff like that i think it'll be really good fun um uh, random thought more short story competitions i have material there we go i think we might have to look at doing something like that um general bedouin uh the highlight bash or dash way up there more post-mortems would be really cool to have a recorded game and go through it turn by turn to see which plays made the difference also community events less hobby i mean it's fine sometimes very interesting but more of a discussion person um that's a fair shout um i don't really have much by the way of suggestions just want to say congratulations on hitting 100 episodes thank you nick also enjoy this always enjoy listening to the eyes even when you chat about skaven <clears throat> and i hate skaven nick this might not be the right podcast um uh double dip congratulations on 100 found your channel when the leaks for blood bowl 2020 landed i can't believe that was two years ago uh no suggestions just want to say thanks for the great content and keep up the good work random highlight was one of the live streams <laughs> it had epic adventure music and your neighbor's horse made a guest appearance oh, I remember the horse. <laughs> oh, <yeah. clears throat> that's right tiff came in and she was like ben there's a horse in the driveway <laughs> that was a random like painting stream I don't know if that was a painting stream. I think it was just you, that one. Maybe I was playing Blood Bowl 2 or something. I think it was. I think you were doing a video game. So I remember, I don't think I was there for the horse. Because <laughs> you, you put in the chat, just like, just had to go deal with a horse. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I was that. like, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the horse was called Lily and continued to do that for a couple of weeks. And then uh, we haven't seen her since. So I'm assuming... Um, well, I got glue anyway. So uh, Ryan Griffiths... <laughs> great horse resin uh maybe more tips on advanced strategies this is ryan such as adjusting for a bad turnover uh you get kicked to first start the game first block or ball pickup results in a turnover and loss of the reroll <laughs> or been there um ball goes out of bounds and does something stupid etc that's interesting like disaster management in blood bowl i feel like we've got that covered though with some of the bono championship games <laughs> We definitely demonstrate some good blood bowl and some very bad blood bowl in those, which is um, more the latter. I think yeah, it's really fun to just bait Ben with hack phlegm. Um, I've got to say though, Mill, you are a very tight player. Like playing these sevens games, like I will Leroy Jenkins something every now and again, and Ben will do the same, and you're just like consistently like it's good. It's really good to have you on the channel for that I'm, very I'm reason. I'm trying to work up to that. Like, I'm trying to build up to that. I would never profess myself to be good at the game because I still make decisions where I'm like, and I'm just going to do this now. There's no <laughs> logic, rhyme, or reason to it. I just feel like it. It's so tempting, isn't it? And I think that's kind of what we were talking about earlier is how this is a place for people who love great stories and Blood Bowl, Blood Bowl League, Blood Bowl Crazy Rules create insanely good stories. And set piece matchups in the same format that's been played a thousand times was where we landed and that was that was old blood bowl now we're in the new place where it's new and different and every game is a new story um and i think sometimes we get a little bit carried away by oh yes but if i do make that what a story you know if i do take the bad dodge and go for the blitz and it works legend uh and i think that ben you're smiling i can see that this is your game plan for <laughs> 
Oh, I love it. Um, okay, Longan999, congratulations, guys. A suggestion for general chitty chat chillness. Okay, that's our next topic sorted. I also love the alliteration. There's a section there. Uh, someone make me an intro video. Uh, what can we all do to grow the player base? What are the best ways to introduce new players uh, to the best things about Blood Bowl? What are your favorite things about Blood Bowl? How can you show that off? Can Blitz Bowl or some of the micro variant please invent? Uh, be using the pub, lunch break, coffee shop, library to quickly demo, demo the marriage of thrills and heartbreak that makes this game so great. Uh, I've only been playing the last few years, but I've fallen pretty hard in love with this game. I really love what you do with the podcast slash channel. Keep up the great work. Big props from down under. Cheers, Longan. Okay, that's, guys, what can we do to grow the player base? Well, that's that's a really interesting question. So, like, how did both of you get into Blood Bowl? Like, what appealed to you? Like, how did you, like, come into the game? Um, I got into it twice. So I got into it when... Because when I grew up, I spent a lot of time with my cousin Clive, who was very much into Warhammer. So I grew up and was very much into Warhammer. So I, he had all the stuff, and I was like five or six. And on my sixth or seventh Christmas, my mum and dad bought Blood Bowl Second Edition and Epic Space Marine off him and gave them to me for Christmas. And this was the old foam pitch, right? So this must have been 93, 94, 95. Uh, so I kind of got into Blood Bowl and Warhammer at that point. Wasn't really sure what the heck I was doing. And then discovered the NFL, maybe 10 years later, dug out the Blood Bowl stuff and started, dug out the CRP. So this must have been about 2004. And me, Craig, Ian, Lewis, we started playing Blood Bowl with all the teams that we had back then um, and then carried on. Like when Craig went to uni, he, he I used to drive over a, on a sunday afternoon grab him from his uni halls bring him back home grandma would make us a roast and make sure that craig ate properly and then we'd play two or three games of blood bowl uh while watching the nfl and i'd drop him off back at uni at like two in the morning <clears throat> every week Hi. um and, and then yeah blood bowl was great and then we moved into magic the gathering for a bit as a club like as a group of guys we had monday magic and then because alliteration and um then um then 2016 blood bowl came back we started playing that and then ian introduced some other people we started building up the club and and kind of 2016 landing back was just the best thing like because it, it it was just super cool it was accessible and uh, I, you know so i kind of got into it twice once when i was young because of clive and then really kind of watching brett Favre play a hell of a nfl game the night after his dad died and then that busted me out my that got me to bust out my second edition humans and paint them in green bay packer colors uh to this day that's buzz justice i have him in my skaven team um and uh yeah that's how i got into it ben uh for me my first blood bowl exposure was from i don't know if you guys ever used to watch them but like do you remember Total Biscuit? Yeah. Yeah, so um when he used he well his like channel thing was like with the game station back in the day. Then it was Corruptional Podcast. They did like they used to do a couple of these Blood Bowl tournaments and they were amazing. They were so funny. Like they just descended into absolute carnage. And I, I watched it. I had no idea what Blood Bowl was. I had no idea what the game was was doing. But like because I listen well, which is content creators like 
I um yeah, it was, it was they, they were really good, and uh, that got me into it. And then a while later, I was just selling some miniatures online to uh, Saxby, and <laughs> happened to be in the local area. And he was like, "Yeah, come down to my club." And I came down to the club, and it was all mainly blood bowl. So I thought, "Well, okay, there we go." Because for me, I think what gets me into playing a game is that people are playing the game. It doesn't really matter what the game is. As long as people are playing it, that tends to be why I go for it. Um, at least try it. And tried it and really liked it. And so, yeah, that's it's not, not, a, not a massively long story, but got into it through the video game. Not playing the video game, just watching the video game. Um, unlike Warhammer, where I got into from playing the video game, which is Dawn of War. I think video games are pretty good for getting people into the hobby. They really, really, really are. And... Um... This is something that Tiff has kind of bandied about. She's like, "Oh, I like, I like to like, maybe learn a bit more Blood Bowl." Uh, obviously, we played that game as sevens when we were on holiday a couple of years ago. But she was like, "What's the best way to learn?" And I was like, "Honestly, this is what you've said before, Ben. It's like playing the tutorial. It's a really good way to do it, um, because it does break down the rules. Obviously, those rules are out of date now, so you have to wait for Blood Bowl three to land, which I don't know when that's going to be. But I do like how it's shaping up. Um, how about you, Mill? Yeah, so actually, that's really interesting. And I think this answers the question really well. So for me, like I, I've been playing Games Workshop games since I was 10 or something. Like, it's been years. And I've kind of been on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. And I'd pack the whole lot in. And um, yeah, like I, I, the place where I work, uh, Craig came in as a, as a new colleague, as you, you've mentioned Craig before. And he invited me down to the club with you guys. And he was kind of explaining to me what Blood Bowl was. And I was like, I, I knew what Blood Bowl was because I heard about it, but I'd, I'd never played it. And I kind of gone, sports, meh, not really me. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, what? A couple of things here. So, what you said, uh, BT, a moment ago was about it's about the community, it's about the players. So, if you've got a club of people that are interested, it's instantly going to attract other people to come and play. So to answer your question one way, if you've got that community environment, that local community environment, you've got people playing and you invite someone to come along in, they're more likely to be interested into coming back because it creates that, that, that enthusiasm, that environment, that sort of that, that culture. Um, and so, yeah, so I came down to play and yeah, like this, this game's great, but like, I don't really understand it. So the first thing I went out and did was buy the video game because there was like a Steam sale on and I played the video game quite a bit because it took me a real long time to wrap my head around like what the hell this game was about because I was like, so I'm, I'm, try I'm trying to get the ball over here but these guys are just like beating me up over here and I don't know. I was like, I was like, genuinely, I was struggling to wrap my head around the the the, the basic rules. I played through the tutorial, and yeah, I think the video game makes it very accessible. So if you've got someone who's kind of interested in the game but isn't sure, go on Steam on a Steam sale. I suspect it's. I mean, there's probably £3. one out there. Three pound fifty, probably. Yeah, three pound fifty. Um, grab the video game and like play the tutorial and you get to try all of the different teams out um and kind of wrap your head around the game because there's, there's always that initial thing isn't there there's that learning curve when you take on a new game and you kind of have that like a bit of anxiety about not knowing the rules and and um trying to trying to not like hold the game up and you want to have like a good time and everything with the person you're playing with and so i think that the video game is a really good really good place to start in order to help kind of build 
build your confidence in playing the game and get you into it and, and, and joining into that tabletop community. And even though Blood Bowl 2 is old rules, there's a and the AI is questionable, um, you can get to grips with, I think, 95% of everything that's on Blood Bowl. And mm. then the online community is still really strong for Blood Bowl 2. Um, and if BB3 wasn't just around the corner, we'd probably be spending more time in that. But it is old rules. Um, so there is a bit of a transition. But actually, some of the best Blood Bowl is still out there to be played. And like Milton said, all the teams are there. Or Fumble. Well, or Fumble. Fumble uh, is Fumble's a little bit less less accessible, but hmm. I, I I Fumble is an interesting one. I think I think it's harder to play Blood Bowl with. That's not fair. Once you're in the groove, Fumble's a doddle. Yeah, the le- I think the learning curve is significantly higher. Yeah, um, than tabletop. But if you can't, if you don't want to go through the the Blood Bowl two thing, then guys, bat me up here if if you agree or disagree. Blood Bowl 7s, I think, is a really great way to get Ooh, definitely. get brewing. Yeah, I mean, it goes in the second part of this guy's uh, question, which I kind of wanted to um, address, where it's saying, can Blitz Bowl or some of the micro variant be used in the pub lunch break coffee shop library to quickly demo the marriage of thrills and heartbreak? Um, yeah, absolutely. So only a few weeks ago, I was teaching a friend of mine who's big into Warhammer, big painter. Um, shout out Tech Priest Ward is in his Instagram. He's got a big Instagram. Um, yeah, he, uh, he really wanted to learn Blood Bowl. And so we were there in Bugman's Bar with a pint each playing on the edge of the table with the cardboard pitch folded. So it was in sort of like eight segments, just the two segments, um, on the end of the table. And I was just teaching him through what I've done a couple of times now, where it's like a video game tutorial. So, you know, here's how you move, here's how you block, here's how you do this. And then like little mini scenarios, then it was kind of like, uh, chess scenarios where I just sort of positioned random players and I said get the ball from there to here um and then knowing what you know try and do it and um and it worked really well and he was there just being like this is great and now he's bought a dwarf team so I clearly failed somewhere saw him wrong um, yeah (laughs) that's cool yeah that's that is really 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 sweet you absolutely can and it took like yeah 15-20 minutes there the end of a table there was we we did brew up some rules for doubles blood bowl um just kind of prior to the apocalypse where you play on one half of the pitch but it's five aside or use the same rules and then you play doubles with it um maybe we'll have to bust them out but that 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 could be interesting but but honestly mm. like ben's talking about set piece plays uh going into sevens or blood bowl two as to growing the community growing the player base I think I think the best thing you can do is like I think you both said is you know it's like the the infamous baseball movie quote build them and build it and they will come well generally mm. speaking if you set up a league or set up a tournament you'll you'll find some players and I think it's about yeah. having that availability being there being consistent like can I get a game of blood bowl in here yes you can I can always get a game of blood bowl here brilliant therefore you kind of it grows and we've seen it from wobble like we've been we boomed then we busted because of the apocalypse and now i think we're back to booming again we've got 20 something teams in the league um you know it's it's only going to get better i think and having that availability and that consistency i think is probably the biggest thing in there um and then you know hopefully making some entertaining videos might help (laughs) or showing some tournaments and stuff like that might help and this is my personal kind of what I really hope for is 
if we can start streaming events it might make those events seem normal i guess more important like i have very little interest in aos it kind of ebbs and flows as like a tangential like mm, this is interesting but when ian goes to a tournament the first thing i ask him is oh is it going to be streamed and that is just such a huge part of where we are now in in the world and also in miniature gaming culture is 40k and os is it going to be streamed well you look on youtube for tabletop blood bowl and it is far and few between and quite frankly it's really it is really difficult to present blood bowl well in a digital format because one semi side on overhead camera from a c920 if you know blood bowl it's fine if you don't know blood bowl it's it's not fine should we say and actually that's the easiest and best way to do it and it's taken us a while and unfortunately the shaky cam is back hopefully it's a little bit better but it, well actually ben and i solved the heck out of it at one point but oh, there, that was fun. there are going to be a few games where the shaky cam is back for seven super series um but it, it, it's challenging to film a game of blood bowl well um it's challenging to film tabletop games well and my you know what was it mini war gaming and guerrilla miniatures games they do a good job of it but they're, they're massive like mini wargaming <laughs> is like a massive company um and you know gmg does that's he has full-time access job. to more time than i think most humans do yeah um uh, and it's i it, don't understand how he does as much as he does yeah. so so i think having having that extra spark to it that extra bit of substance like i i find that building something building a community and building it is all about and it's kind of goes into warp theory here a bit guys it's like a manifest purpose a manifest reality bubble that is created by a group of people believing something is important it then becomes important it becomes it's yeah genuinely it becomes its own reality and the more important everyone thinks something is, the more important it really is. And I don't know whether that's just because I've been in corporate business for 20 years. And I'm telling you, there are some things that people think are important that are not important at all, but everyone thinks they're important. Therefore, they're important. Well, actually, let's use that power for good and uh, make this fun game important and fun. And the best way to get the game out there, best way to spread it and build a great community is to play the game. That's all you got to do. Just play the game because it is fun the game will do its the game will do itself but definitely you know, i think it's probably a great way of saying that we'll do a couple more youtube stuff and then guys we'll take a quick break and then we'll do a little bit of the discord one if that's all right with you both yeah that sounds, sounds good. good um we've got to get this one here from from uh from richard alderson highlight finding out you guys were local so Richard's the uh, the chap who's running who's uh, yep. running the Dark Elves in the league. Heck of a player. Uh, more games being played, please. Less anything that feels like a chore. If it starts to feel like work, it's not hobby anymore. That is. Uh, I have to keep remembering that. Yeah. <laughs> Random thought. We keep reminding each other about that one as yeah. well. For sure. A little self help group is very useful. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like I said, I'd love to have an interview with the guys organising the World Cup. We've done it. We were straight on it. We did. Um and yeah there's there's a load of great other stuff there Can I, some segments I do want to pick up on go uh james mackey do the podcast blind drunk and play a game of blitz bowl oh dude i've got blitz bowl in the boot of my car we can absolutely we do, do that. that yeah that would be good fun maybe when you're back from your holidays yeah that sounds good uh more sevens content 
Bash Dash 7 Super Series. Um, I think we're seeing some pretty good stuff there. Um, do the podcast blind drunk and play a game of Blitzball. You should have some special BHPC 100 dice made up and use them for giveaways. That will do. That will yeah. do. That will do. That's genius. That's brilliant. Uh, do an Ogre Sevens. It will be quick and tell me who you give the ball to. It's either Ogres or Camry coming out tomorrow. So by the time this podcast airs, that should be there. More Goblins. Um, I'd like to see 1150 specific lists. Yeah, as a fair shout, obviously our tournament ones, we do 1100 and 1200 because it kind of covers both ends of it. So sadly, 1150 specific lists... Well, all the 1100 ones are applicable. You just get to add a bit more. And all the 1200 ones are applicable because you just need to tweak it down a bit. So <laughs> it's it's awkward because I've kind of double dipped in those. But awesome stuff. Thank you all for some great comments. We will take a quick break and then we'll have a look at the Discord. And we're back. Now, we are in the Bonehead Podcast Discord now. Link below. Come join us and say hello. Um, and I put the same post up here, and we've got some brilliant comments. Uh, we've replied to some of them as we're going along, but thought it'd be worthwhile just going through. And same thing applies, because it's it's really fun to talk this through. Drew Blood was straight in there. Drew Blood is a regular at tournaments, regular painting winner at our tournaments, and does some great commission work, actually. You will probably have seen Drew's stuff if you're on the Blood Bowl community. Um just really really good work uh first comment in there was how about letting us know which is the best thrower in the game i feel like you haven't told us before that's uh, a good topic actually yeah i think we should cover that <laughs> that's not <laughs> nobility thrower or chameleon skink you choose um i love this i did say that maybe you should live stream a four-player dungeon ball game um actually there's some there's probably some feature matches we could do with doing because like ben we played those random sevens games on my birthday yeah. stream uh, i think a couple of people have mentioned it as well in the comments it was really good fun i, I wonder if like th this is me you guys are brilliant at supporting me but i i tend to not necessarily focus too big but like that whole importance thing i'm like ah one-off games no one cares about one-off games it's got to be part of a story it's got to be part of a series i think that's me i think that's me um uh, what's it called when you put your own stuff on other people uh because I, uh, oh come on What's delegating no no no, no. Oh, i know the no. way i know the word you're on about that can't I'm impressioning i can't remember um well i'm okay. like imagining basically my thoughts and then i'm just presenting them onto other people because i'm like I, I, with nfl if they just played a random one-off game i couldn't care less about it um but if it's part of a story if it's part of a series and that game has importance well then i'm interested and bought in and i think i have the same hang up when it comes to blood bowl um like but i think maybe we need to maybe i need to change up how i feel how i feel about stuff like that and be okay to be like hey you want to play a game of blood bowl pick a team we'll pick a team and we just play it we just live stream well, let's it. start it with that drunk bits ball thing because <laughs> if you're drunk you can't film anyway so um yeah well how about right i'm just we can talk about this. How about in maybe like in the next Dungeon Bowl series or something we do, we can keep it in the narrative. So, so like, like after the first four games or something, those four teams have a four-player Dungeon Bowl game, if we could organize that, with the results kind of carrying through. There's definitely some cool stuff also, we could do. Also, when the Mud and Blood 
pictures Kickstarter comes out, yes, we will have access to what Death is yeah. it Death Ball? Yep. Yeah, Death Ball. And, um, Death Ball Sevens, man. Street, I think. Street, I think Street Ball. Street Ball's interesting. I think we played some Street Ball on the channel using Roll Twenty during the apocalypse. Um, street Ball. Oh, don't tell me I was there for that because I definitely don't remember that one. <laughs> May maybe. <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we did one. that role playing thing as well, didn't we? That was cool. I loved that. That role playing game was wicked. The, the Blood Bowl awesome. RPG. Yeah. Weirdly, I remember that one. I wasn't even in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just black out, Ben. I feel like I'm a different person. My <laughs> Sam. It's been a My long Sam time. Garner. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that's a cool one. Actually, we, we we should definitely do that. And I wonder if we use the Amazon launch as an opportunity to just do a couple of random live games. Um, just to to get a couple of games in or something, and then like you know, you guys said we could do a big dungeon ball game, we can do a big, um, death ball sevens game, like death ball elevens. I don't know if I'd want to do that. Death ball sevens, that'd be alright. Like death ball elevens, I feel like is the TI three of Blood Bowl, um, and I don't know how much fun that would be to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh, Smally, um, I think some general play style breakdowns for each team would be super helpful. That's good. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, what else have we got going on here? Um, dice calculators. Talk about them on the podcast sometimes. That's an interesting one. Is that like odds calculators? Yeah, odds like, calculators. I need to do this, this, what the time? I don't think, I wouldn't say I've that's never, cheating at all. I've never seen anyone do that, though. I do that in my head. I know you do. But I don't know that. if that's... You, you think in data, though. Like I yeah. think in spreadsheet, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, hmm. Whoa. I don't think I, it's cheating. I, really I mean, World 2 has a built-in. I, like, I, I, I don't think it's cheating, but if it's obstructing the game in some way, as in, like, you spent the last, like, 10 minutes, like, on your phone trying to work out what the best odds are, then... Yeah. I think, yeah, actually, yeah. Please, please I think don't do that. Drew, someone um, cracked out a great reply to that, which is... Uh, yeah, I'd probably insist on time turns. Um, otherwise, I don't mind if they want to waste their time by tapping in numbers instead of playing the game. I actually think that's fair enough. If you've yeah, got a four-minute four minute timer and you spend two minutes doing the maths and two minutes doing the actions, it's your time. Yeah, very fair. I like that. Papa's going to react to that. Oh, I love this one. Uh, highlight, coming down to play at Beachhead, meeting you guys and playing my first actual Blood Bowl games. So cool to meet Papa Z in person as well. Uh, more of love the actual games and tournaments. Maybe involving more people in the community would be good, but I love it. However, you guys do it. I'm not going to lie, dude. That's what we're doing, right? We want to start streaming games at tournaments so we can get other players in. Um, I joined the Entoyment League to kind of trick more players into partaking in some of our games. And then in the future, when we can afford a Bonehead Studio, then we can like, kind of get more players in. Um, at the moment, because we're filming in my house or, you know, Ben's house. Can I give a funny anecdote? Yeah, go. <laughs> so, we were talking about this. We are talking about this whole studio thing, and we had a bit of chat last week where oh. it's like we started looking at places of, oh, where, where could I actually do this? Like, could we actually do this? Like, is this something we could afford? Is this a good idea? And we were having this, this chat, and I was looking at these places, and I saw one, and um, they had this, like, virtual tour thing, and I was going through, like, checking out the room sizes. But they had, like, the room sizes, and but they didn't say, like, you know sort of the pricing of each one i kind of wanted to know that so i started putting in my details in a quick chat thing to maybe do like an online chat so all i wanted to do was just ask a quick question and um 
I mean, so then we had a bit more of a chat and then we just thought, that's just pointless for now. It's not something that we're going to do anytime soon. It's, it's not a good idea. Um, but it's not a bad idea, but it's just not something that we can do feasibly. And, um, and later that day, I got a call and it was from the, the, the place, like the business <laughs> center where they have all these rooms. They're just like, hey, yeah, I saw you putting your details. So I just wanted to discuss details. And I completely panicked. I just, I, I don't know what happened. I panicked. Like, I play a lot of D&D. There is no excuse for being so unprepared. Um, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, um, that's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking for something for about, you know, five, six people, all with computers. I don't know where that came up. And uh, I just said, I think I made up a business in my mind, like uh, some kind of tech startup. And I had to be just like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's all good. Um, yeah, sort of internet speeds and yeah, all of that. Um, and then she started sending out the pricing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have to chat with my business partner about that. <laughs> just, <laughs> just somehow role-played someone else. And I was just... <laughs> so badly she seemed convinced but anyway um i'm gonna get a call later this week to discuss further because i can say no for the viewing and next thing we know ben's got ourselves a, a very led studio yeah yeah so studio by the next podcast yeah and uh i don't know how i'm gonna afford energy this winter <laughs> i'm paying for a studio as well we'll have but, to do a gofundme just for that oh. yeah help, help ben because he got himself into a terrible situation <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Anyway, the story is that for now we can't get a studio because, um, well, Tiff and I rent basically, so we're saving up. We're nearly there, and we're looking to buy a house early next year. And taking on a contracted premises license might hamper the finances behind it. Um, but once we've got a house, we'll see. Like, we'll see. We don't know. I'd love a studio. Every time we film, guys, I have we have to set up all the stuff. And we could, and this is what the kind of the, the crux is. If we had a studio, we could film twice as many games because we wouldn't have to spend, you know, we have four hours to film a game. The, the first hour and the last hour, basically setting up and moving around, isn't it? Like even when yeah. we film the sevens game, guys, it's a case of right, okay, let's get the 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 um the player cam one. Let's move around the table. Let's set. Up. If we just had the gear all set up, we could go. Um, and that's kind of what we'd like to do in the future. Um, but. Pfft, that's next year's problem um you know we're, we're doing a doing a good job slowly getting there with what we're doing already so you know if we can get tournaments on the go then that's one more thing um love that less worrying about commitments do what you prefer that's awesome uh random yeah, thought online tournament when milton you and i were talking kind of about this weren't we yeah we've had a we had a couple of discussions around mm. this i think it'd be great I, think I don't know whether it would be a tournament great. or a league. I think we we'll have to have a think about that and and see how that plays out. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely excited to get something up online for tournament because I know we've got a lot of bonehead fans out there who aren't in the UK, sort of don't have access to coming to the tournaments or sort of getting involved locally. Um, so it'd be really great to have have the wider global international blood bowl bonehead community yeah. kind of come and play and get get to meet some uh, i think it would be some other coaches we had a lot of fun doing it before um i think it's just a case of how we fit into the schedule of the world but um i think we can definitely do it we should definitely do it um right what else we got hearing uh hearing stuff like that da, da, da. oh yeah that's about the calculator uh personal highlight of the channel so far was your birthday sevens game there we go 
I had a great time watching in the chat. My wife was away and the kids were in bed, so it was great to have people to talk to while having a few beers. Uh, also, the fact I made a throwaway comment about getting the updated star player rankings was turned into an entire video. That was very cool. That birthday stream was was great fun, Ben. Like, oh, that was really good. That felt just wild. I, I don't. I think I felt drunk for that one. It was just nonsense. No nonsense. It was good. There was it was no... just really nonsense. Yeah. And even when you were like, "Oh, dude, let's just bust out dungeon ball teams for sevens. Um yeah why not hilarious steve that was probably one of the easiest stream setups we've used as well <laughs> it was wasn't it it just went really smoothly <laughs> oh that was brilliant fun. really odd yeah see if we had a studio we could just be like hey let's do a live stream thursday do, 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 do. ben stop it again no i can't important to have a house um whip wednesday coming back is a big thing i've already talked about my issues with that this morning well this afternoon I'm upset. I went to edit it and I was like, oh, good. Good. Really good. Um, do, do, do really like Sevens content. Roster videos are always worth a watch. I like third party team videos. I think that's something that I, I'm really enjoying that series of top fives at the moment because you guys are showing me teams that I've not really looked at. And it's really important to see like what else is out there for Blood Bowl. Um, Ah, oh, Stevie, the scientist. Uh, my highlight is, of course, winning the big guy competition. But honestly, I've loved all of them, except the painting one. Sorry, but I can't paint. Not true, dude. I've seen your Whip Wednesday stuff. You can paint, and you can paint at speed. I would say more Sevens content, but that's coming. Maybe an episode on Sevens tiers. Maybe with a guest who collects data on such things. <laughs> Stevie, this is 100% going to happen. Uh, you requested some teams, and at least one of them, will be granted to you for the stream so you needed some more data for some of those teams and actually triplo is on board with that um a second uh is less worrying about us and doing the content you enjoy randomly i do miss the old transition music in the podcast can that make a return please yeah there was oh, a was that like between segments yeah but i replaced oh. it with like advertisements for the tournaments and stuff but actually i can just change the music if i can find the music Oh, yeah. Do, 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 yeah, I remember that tune. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that. Honestly and unhelpfully, thank you so much for the content. Dude, brilliant. I want to say thank you because I love painting and I can't believe it. <laughs> um, highlights for me, having a podcast like this where League Buddies are geeking out about the game. Tick. I think we love a good geek out, Sesh. Uh, really enjoy your Secret League team coverage because no one else does it. There you go, guys. More Secret League. Yeah, mm -hmm. really, I really want to bring secretly back, but probably just because I've done really well with the secret teams. <laughs> Do you think that is because it is very much in that unsolved territory? Uh, maybe. maybe possibly, but like also a little bit because maybe I don't like. There's this weird thing where, like, if I play a game where I don't necessarily have as much investment in it, I generally do better. That makes sense. Hmm. So, like, like I could, like, like the teams that I play like quite regularly, I'm quite invested in as like a uh, coach I see what you doing mean. well with it. And I'm like, maybe I just overanalyze or like overthink the situation. Whereas when I've been presented with playing the the secret teams, I'm like, I have no idea how any of these work. So I'm just going to like explore and, and play. And I feel like there's like an enjoyment to that, um, a different enjoyment. And that kind of, that's led to quite a lot of success. 
mute discord i think we're getting some stuff yeah that's that's a fair one i mean it's interesting because you play league and you play um constructed very differently like rick loves constructed because he's like oh, i just don't care i can do whatever with my elves and they're coming right back and it is kind yeah. of liberating um league is interesting because you are sometimes or league or the teams you have got a personal investment in winning with you kind of play differently you play more defensive you play more like um protectively i think mm-hmm. unless you're you know three plus mr dodge over there with skaven lineman <laughs> hey Hey, oh, are you calling me out? Hey, it works. Sorry, I was looking at these comments and I pick up on that. Hey, it works. <laughs> um, this is very, very cool. Uh, random bit. You've inspired me to try a large secret team solo league with retained stars and it kicks off as soon as I have the Amazon book in hand. DTM1212. Yes, that is awesome. That's full bonehead. You've gone full bonehead. Um, Oh, I love these little dudes. I don't know what, what's good. Let's just give you a sparkly heart. Um, this is Praxic. Highlight the wizard competition, mainly because I was a runner-up, and the roster development videos. Uh, more of design competitions, hobby competitions, and discussions about optimal, till, uh, yeah, optimal team build skill choices. The really noodly nitpicky stuff. I feel like that'll be the bonehead basic episodes, won't it, Ben? Yeah. 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 Um, I think we, we are starting to come back to that now. I mm-hmm. think we did this Gaven one. Was that the only one that we've done? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. the right place to start. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, random thought. Imagine a community compiled death zone of house rules. Oh, I like that. We've talked That's about that so many times as well. We need to get up and get on yeah. and do that. It's just a lot of work. T sticks. I really enjoyed the birthday vid um, with the game and interaction with chat. As Gaz said, it was a really social event, perhaps harder to do logistically, but it was more great fun. It was easier to do. <laughs> it's the easiest. I think it was the easiest thing. It's just, um, yeah, that's funny. I, I had a great time. Um, maybe we'll have to start doing some more of that. It's difficult, though, because like I would film all of our games like that, but there's such a strong request for the point-of-view games that um yeah it's really interesting there's such a huge divide between that um P- pov is way more immersive isn't it it's really way more immersive. definitely yeah and there's like a noticeable difference i feel when you're watching the game the story yeah, is deeper it'll be good to it'll be good to try this weekend oh, with God, the streams yeah. it'll yeah. be good to try and try and get this kind of like balance between interaction and kind of like immersion into the game um we're going to be trying all sorts of things. It's yeah. going to be very experimental. Um, but it, yeah, I definitely echo. I definitely can understand this. Um, and that Seven's game was really good with the interaction. It, it felt like felt like it was like a spectator sport. Um, when we're recording the games, it doesn't really feel like that until it's gone out and then yeah. you get the comments. When you're recording, you're kind of focused on just like, right, is that the camera okay? And is what I'm doing okay? Um, I mean, yeah. whenever I play it, what I'm doing is never okay. But um yeah it's uh, it's 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 yeah just don't bang the table um (laughs) (laughs) hey if i had a studio leaning on the table would be fine yeah Yeah. Yeah. milton was so 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 good it was like you've both been so accommodating um that the shaky hand cam although we have solved the heck out of it now but it was difficult so i was like well i'll put it on the table and there's less shake but then because of my dining room table it's one of the ones where it folds out so like you pull it out and then the middle bit comes up and it's a big table but because of it it's kind of made of wishes so if you like breathe in the table moves 
Um, and so if you put your arm on it like this to think or pick up dice or something, then it moves. So it's like, well, I've got shaky hand cam, or I'll put it down and it's, you know, earthquake cam. It's a really interesting one. But, you know, Milton was like, no worries, I will not lean on the table. And he didn't until he got to a really thinky bit and then just picked up his dice and started knuckling at the table. <laughs> <laughs> which was absolutely hilarious yeah um, he didn't lean on that he just beat the hell out of yeah, yeah I, just, I, just, I just started smacking it with my dice <laughs> i thought he was doing it on purpose it's so good um, oh yeah ben just looking at me like what are you doing <laughs> um i do genuinely think that the funny thing is because of the way we've ordered the games um the new version is just kind of going to splice into some of the weeks, but I think it's a noticeable improvement, and I got to use one of my mm -hmm. new new camera toys, so that was quite cool. Yeah, I'm really glad you fixed that. Oh, that's, I, I'm that's great. I'm psyched with with uh, with what we figured out how to do. I think how we felt mid game. Like, oh, <laughs> was like, this is it. <laughs> Why don't we do this? Just happened to have this thing here. Um, uh, whip is great. Um. I think it could be incorporated into the podcast. That's interesting. Yeah, birthday one is a great one there. Uh, less vids and more stress. Everyone's been so wonderful here. Um, Milton, bash or dash for me. <laughs> if in doubt, bash it out. Um, but a bash, bash or dash is like so popular. It's so funny. Um, best thing is print to pitch. Do more direct comparisons to games workshop models. Yeah. I need to be better at having them to hand when I do print to pitches, but it could be really difficult because all of a sudden it could be like, and Brute Fun has all of a sudden done this team. And I'm like, I have no idea where that team is. Like it's somewhere here in the studio. I've probably got two of them. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Um, do this. Yeah. Fog Frog made a really fair comment. So do less YouTube slash filler sentences that repeat in every video. So for example, if you're playing Sevens League, the rules will be from Death Zone and you get random skills. He's like, yeah, but you go through it, which means when you watch the same series, it gets a bit samey. That is fair. But the problem is with some of these videos is that it's maybe the only one you watch. So it's it's tough. Um, and yeah. I, I apologize. But we could do one of these things where it's like, you know, you don't know what Evans is. We've got a video on it here. You know, we have the thing in the top. I think that's the thing I say at the beginning of all of the videos. Oh, that's, that's, that's one of the things. No, it's a really fair shout. You even have your <laughs> your finger. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't. I don't actually link the video, but yeah. Um. Do do do. It's good stuff. Uh, any other good comments you guys have seen? Uh, I, uh, I mean, all of them. Yeah, good, like, difficult there's, to go there's, through. There's a lot of comments about Whit Wednesday, and we've had we've had quite a lot of discussions about Whit Wednesday, yeah. haven't we? And, you know, I think, like I said to you guys a little while back, I was quite dismissive of Whit Wednesday. I was like, is Whit Wednesday that popular? And I was really surprised about the feedback. And I know how much effort you put into those videos. And I think it's been really nice kind of hearing all of those comments. I think it's been hilarious to see the sort of meme that's been generated around <laughs> it disappearing. A rip Wednesday, um, I know. Yeah, and um, no, but it's really interesting what was what was sort of set up there a moment ago around how like having that kind of from a hobby aspect to this because obviously we talk a lot about like gameplay and that kind of thing, and I and there's two elements to this, isn't there? Because there's um there's a hobby hobby side to this where people just love like 
making miniatures, like printing their miniatures, painting them and doing all that kind of stuff. And the play is important, but it's almost like secondary. And then, you know, you get people that have the play is the kind of the main, the main reason to, to be into it. And so, you know, there's obviously a community for that and it's been really, really nice to kind of see all the feedback around that. And yeah, as Ben said, it, it's coming back. So um, having it in the discord was, was much easier as well. Um, Cause Wednesday takes about an hour to prep and then an hour to film so it it can be difficult to fit into a schedule um, um, because you've got to download all the pictures sometimes it's sent in Google format sometimes it's not sent in Google format and it's like I have to sort of some of it I can right click and open in a new window some of the file formats just download instead which means all like I've got to fit the fit it's, it's just finicky having them in the discord was great because it meant i did this like i've got on the screen right now filtered through oh this is cool this is this person oh this is cool this is this person and it was noticeably different the amount of time i spent prepping in the emails versus this so if we can get most of it in the discord then whip wednesday be really 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 good to do um and another like because I, I, if i can get it like that then i doesn't need to do that doesn't need any editing which means i could in theory either record it in one go or just live stream it on a wednesday which i think would be really 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 cool but it, if it's taking time to prep then i don't have the kind of i mean you guys know this like the, the effort it takes to set up a live stream to make it go live to make sure your chat's linked in um but that's kind of where i'd like to go with it it is actually a five o'clock on a wednesday live 5 30 on a wednesday live stream with wednesday for 45 minutes like here's the submissions this is what we've got this is what we've got that'd be i think a really good way to do it if we can get there the discord which is a great shout from you ben to set that that feed was a lot easier to go through um but i mean i just need to do a better job of doing the prep but it's it's difficult because it's like well i can spend half an hour prepping that or i can spend half an hour doing a sevens video it's like well you know it's a tough one but um tiff's gonna help me with some editing soon so i'll have yeah have a little bit more time to do that stuff which is wicked um a couple of other good things here orkster just i love orkster does some outrageously good painting um brought a slam team to uh well beachhead which was amazing to see he said that i enjoyed intending beachhead this year and i hope to come next year as well whip wednesday is always great for inspiration look forward to the live streaming uh perhaps the team can let us know their favorite and least favorite teams to play with and against i Ooh. hate playing against chorfs <laughs> <sighs> who wants to start us with this one uh over to you Mel. oh really okay uh Favorite teams to play with. It's got so that's quite right. Well, well, yeah. For me, it's it's my orcs. Like uh, they were the first team that I played. They're the team that I've spent the most time playing, and they're the team I enjoy. And actually, I had a really good conversation with um, Wayne, a uh, tournament winner Wayne and uh, Rick from the uh, Bruce's. From Port, the Bruce's, yeah, around the orc team and. You know, it was really interesting to hear hear their opinions on it. And what Wayne was saying was, you know, like he 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 rates it as like one of the best teams in the game, just because it's a great like defensive team that has the capability of offense, and it's just like a general all round team. Um, and in terms of like tournament play and stuff, there's like so many kind of like different ways you can kind of go with it as well. I think particularly now that we've got access to newer star players, and I suspect we'll get some more in the future um that only has made that better so yeah i think orcs orcs definitely for me but 
as of late, I've uh, I've definitely like tried to branch out a bit more, try and play a few other teams, and you know we've discussed a couple of times, haven't we, about the passing game. <laughs> um, I know BT has has quite the uh, the enthusiasm for the passing game, and and you know oh, what, good. it wins you games. Uh, yeah, I mean we've seen a sh- huge shift in the meta, haven't we, towards people playing more bashy teams. About you know there's been a lot of talk around the bashy teams kind of coming out trumps of the, 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 the season two change. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's kind of left the people very dismissive of that passing game. And now that I'm starting to look at it and analyze it and, and see what people are doing with the passing game, I have this enormous enthusiasm to get involved with that at the moment. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to the tournament that we're kind of coming up to, to kind of like seeing some, Passy play rosters come in hopefully and i will be keeping a keen eye on those games and just seeing how they play out because um yeah i'd really like to get i don't know i don't know what team i'd pick but i'd really like to get a, a passing sort of play team teams that i don't like to play against that's that's difficult um i don't know dwarves <laughs> i think that's just like that's like easy answer very fair like, answer like I, in fact, I don't. I don't know the the, the dwarf the dwarf one's a bit strange, isn't it? Because like dwarves and chores get quite a lot of stick for being quite difficult to play against, and that, that's just because of the starting skills and stuff. But it, I think it really depends on the format. It depends on the coach. It depends on what you're playing. Yeah, I was going to say that, dude. Um, because yeah, dwarves seems to be the easy one. And let me tell you, if I'm playing Skaven, dwarfs are the team I don't want to play against. Not because I'm going to lose the game, but because I'm going to lose players to my next game. Yeah. So in a league, I think definitely dwarves because you just know you're going to be down players for the next game. Like beating dwarves is fine, and that's why we don't see them do top in. Well, they're not bad in tournaments, not by a long shot, but. They always do pretty well, but not the best, because actually you can win against Dwarves, but it's going to cost you. And in League, that's a, a massive thing. And then I think what happens is you play a, you play a different way in League because you want to protect your team for the next game. Therefore, you don't make the big plays that you would otherwise. And that's how Dwarves win in League. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a fair shout. How about you, BT? With and against? Uh, for me, with currently at Skaven, just because I'm loving them, um, I also have a really soft spot for Nobility. Um, I, Skaven, kind of easy win. Nobility, I like playing... It feels like an underdog team that you have to challenge, and I really find that rewarding. I find the team just so rewarding to play. Everything you do well, you feel like you earn. Um, that is bang on. Yeah. I. In terms of against, probably Dwarves easy answer, yeah what you said but for me probably humans and that's only because i really underestimate them every single time <laughs> every single time i play humans i think like oh yeah this is not gonna be the end of the world and then obviously you forget they got movement eight players and then that's yeah. amazing and like and even though they've got like four blitzers and yeah you're just like oh yeah okay actually you can just completely rinse me if i misplay at all um yeah so yeah that, that might be my one of my least favorite ones to play that's it's not like, again it's weird to say least favorite to play against it's more just ones where i have What's the biggest challenge? The, you know, the what's challenge, the biggest, yeah. 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 Well, obviously, I love Skaven, but I am loving Black Orcs at the moment. Similar to what you said about Nobility, Ben. They're tier two. Mm. 
they're a challenge um it's really satisfying when you get your engine going i think black orcs and nobility are both a little bit of engine buildings so if yeah. your your first three turns go okay and you start building the engine you're away and it's like boom i score one dominion um but um uh and against you know in it depends on league and tournament uh to me my nemesis team is lizardman and that's probably because i still have ptsd from losing in the league final with my skaven against lewis so yeah um that's rough but you know it's skaven against lizards it's a bad matchup um just Sk after four hours <laughs> it yeah. was <laughs> yeah yeah i mean they outbash you and they can basically keep up dash so yeah lizards is a tough one that's a great question really good one really good one there uh, um general chi what's your bonehead highlight bonehead championships man those games are absolute highlight of my week on a sunday afternoon doing the wash it up what should we do more of games of blood bowl i love actually watching you guys play tabletop including feeling really bad for bt all of the time um maybe a big it roll doesn't stop <laughs> um i tell you what games on camera we kind of talked a little bit about this in the break didn't we um i've been watching a lot of war games live who streams 40k tournaments every weekend really lovely guy joe helped me choose a new set of cameras and stuff um and one of the comments he always kind of opens the stream is is basically saying like guys in chat yeah i know you know things but it's very different playing under pressure or playing on stream or just playing a game that's competitive than it is chilling out taking your time watching it like armchair quarterbacking and i think we make bad plays in the championship all the time like we we do we don't do it on purpose and then i've actually had the unique experience recently of filming a couple of my games at club um uh, just to try out camera angles and stuff like that and um watching some of it back i'm like hmm that was stupid should have gone two squares to the right and tagged that guy i've left that and actually when you're in a game there is definitely an element of tunnel vision and when you are playing to the camera like you said ben you have to spend extra mental energy focusing on you know not double suplexing the table uh or you know am i speaking loud enough am i talking about what i'm doing like is this is this in shot ben like am i okay like and it, and it is a little bit of a pressured environment like I do my best to make it as, as easy as possible. And then, you know, the dice go off camera and these things happen. It's not, not a big deal. But when you're playing a game, when you're playing a game and all you're focusing on is playing the game, it, you, you do get more mental capacity. When you're playing the game and doing other stuff at the same time, whether it's just chatting, whether it's having a beer, whether it is recording the game, it's you you lose those percentage points, you know, and also because they're not your teams in the championship and i think this is a really huge thing is you don't play to protect for the next game because eh, i'll take that dodge if he dies he dies else's problem. yeah exactly <laughs> trips is playing them next week good luck um <laughs> and and actually that that's a it's a real factor like tournaments you make different plays than than the league <laughs> If you play in a league where you're handing the reins over to somebody else, you make even better, worse plays, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, it does go on. Uh, maybe a big rolling infinite league or something. There's a real gap in the market for well-set-up coverage of games. If Tabletop Titans or Tabletop Tactics can get 40k looking slick as, uh, with how huge 40k boards can be, surely Blood Bowl can be done even better, right? Really looking forward to the coverage in the upcoming tournaments. Hey, 
uh, we're going to give it a go. We're going to do absolutely what we can. Um, games look better with terrain. <laughs> Blood, yeah. Blood Bowl is always going to look like a board game until we make a board, which we probably need to do. Um, the My Mini... No, not My Mini. The Mini Wargaming guys did a, did a Blood Bowl stream and they've got an actual Blood Bowl board and it looked really good, didn't it? It did, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be good to do. It might it make, it might make um, filming a little bit harder. We have to work that out. Um, maybe only have it from one angle or something. But, um, mm. Yeah, there's always yeah. there's always trade offs. Super minor point. Ben edits his audio fade super tight into splash screens. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, it's because I edit on my phone while watching TV or having dinner or something. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yep, yeah, I've stopped talking. Yeah, I've so yes. Um, and sometimes I leave a nice swear in. And I'm going to drop an anecdote now. So uh, I'm piloting this project at work. Um, it's the classic pick up do version two kind of thing and i figured that actually the best way i could catch my boss's boss up was by doing a video right uh so i did basically a blood bowl video but with a waitrose background <laughs> hey everybody welcome yeah. to the uh basically <laughs> right hey what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about this i'm going to break it down to these three areas and we're going to go through it like this so i did it i edited the video i sent it to my boss and i even put in there like hey i know you're going to be watching this thursday evening the day before our meeting um, make sure you sign off um earlier than you you know you, you do i sent it to him on a wednesday dude did watch it on a thursday evening he thought that was hilarious but not as hilarious as the massive f-bomb i left in in the middle of it <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so his message to my boss was absolutely love this. This is the best breakdown I've ever seen of this project. I personally loved the bit where Ben said, Oh, for F's sake, Ben, get it effing right. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, brilliant. Um I did that on a couple of bubble videos and the comments are always so good. My favourite one was like, it's like when your dad gets really angry. <laughs> I was like yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because we try so hard to make it family friendly because we want everyone to have access to it. But man, when I get the intro wrong six times in a row, it can be effing frustrating. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, that was um, that was a unique experience. Uh, I was really pleased with the editing job I did on it, but I just clearly hadn't caught the hand in front of the camera moment. Um, yeah. I have fixed that actually. I've got this little. Oh, yeah, I saw it the other day. It's fantastic. Yeah, big screen that says cut on it so that I can not make those mistakes. Um, but yeah, brilliant one. Um, I'd love some random play situations and possible decision breakdowns like chess situations to solve. BT, I saw this one. Oh, and thought yeah, we of mentioned you. that earlier, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I think that would actually be really fun. I think the hardest part will be coming up with them. Well, um, at least when it. I was teaching it, it was more just like random things you might see. Um, we can go through the championship games or the seven super series games. Oh, true, yeah. And pick yeah, a situation and, and be like, yeah. what would you do in this situation here? I could have done better here. You know, maybe like, you know, you know, games which, you know, were really tight or something like that where someone lost when they maybe could have won. Um, yeah, that's actually really interesting. Mm. Like I watch um, quite a lot of like uh, card game streamers. And something that's always really interesting with that, especially like Hearthstone, yeah, is you can go on like what's called like HS replay, and you can kind of see your game back to back. And some of them will go back and just be like, "But I, what would I have done differently there? What what would I have done differently there? Like, did I have lethal stuff like that?" Um, yeah, so that could actually be really fun. 
Yes, that Little is... retrospectives on the games. Yeah, I mean, it's awful doing the editing for these games because I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> why did I do that? I was like, oh, I know what comes up next. I'm like, oh, I know I shouldn't have done that. That was a greed play, Ben. Why did you greed play? And I was like, because, you know, yeah. And it's it's really it's really interesting so i'm super looking forward to the live stream at the weekend um because actually that's going to create a lot of situations that we can talk through with chat live which is going to be pretty cool too um you know what there's some really lovely comments on there and some brilliant ideas and i appreciate everybody pitching in um and i guess we should just quickly do a couple of things to wrap up guys which is have you got any highlights that we've not talked about that you think would be cool to talk about uh actually one highlight was um for me at least was the paintathon we did um so when it was when ability came out the 24 hour oh yeah stream. well you say we wasn't that not just you like that was on the bono podcast channel yeah you're a madman when it comes to painting though it's, it's... Yeah, I was going to say, it was, it was definitely a weird yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Because an ability came out, and I like really wasted a lot of time and didn't get it done. Um, <laughs> but it was, yeah. Um, I saw the yeah, Hellstorm was... did that the other week. I, I, think I, sent oh, really? you a, I think I sent you a screenshot. Oh, you did, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is a Ben thing to do. It's really good fun, though. And that was a really good highlight, because having people in chat for that was awesome because people were like posting what they were working on uh-huh. and so like you could be there when they they were, they were starting on it and then by like you know six hours later still there and they're just like just finished it and that i really enjoyed that i had such a good time and i really really want to do it again um yeah we will do it again just don't know when no we don't know when but that, i'm well up for that like well yeah. up for that this is it because tiff works every other weekend at the moment so every other weekend sign me up right well for a 24 hour stream i'm not doing that every other weekend <laughs> uh how, how about you mil i think we've covered a load of good stuff but there's anything there that you think we uh we overlooked uh no i can't think of anything in particular i think you know we've we've done so much good stuff over the years and uh yeah i guess actually really what i want to say was a big thank you to yourself and to, to ben because um and and from the community as well because you guys you, you do a lot and I know you put a lot of effort into this and you know what we were saying earlier about kind of creating that community and keeping the game going and everything you know for us that's been that's been from you and yeah it's been great thanks dude well I mean I'm gonna bounce that straight back to all of you guys like BT Trips yourself Milton Ian Lewis all the everybody who just jumps in like. Gameplay videos are great, but you have to have somebody free at the same time as you to be able to film it. And like, it's just so hard. And I really appreciate all the time you guys give up. Um, Hopefully it's fun. I know it's not always fun. Sometimes it can be a bit of a chore, Um, but most of the time it's really good. I think just to to have a chat. Yeah, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. Yeah, of course. It's really, I know, you know, I have anxiety about that. So I feel like, you know, I'm dragging you guys into doing stuff all the time. Um, way but it's, to be here doing it. it's just it's just such a cool thing like and the community is so good like we've got such a great bunch of coaches and blood bowl i think is just one of the strongest communities out there there's not a lot of negativity not really um, oh, sure yeah i haven't even got rules on this discord yet and i haven't had to <laughs> let's face it the only <laughs> thing i'm you attempting to with that one but yeah in blood bowl the only thing you can be salty about is your own dice right <laughs> like 
you can sometimes be salty at their dice as well. Well, yeah. But yeah. it's always it's always the dice. It is the dice. It's not the dice. Like the worst thing your opponent can do to you is make the most optimal play. Um yeah. and that's I think the brilliant thing here is it's a case of it's hard to be vindictive in Blood Bowl. Um because if you're running a gutter runner, if you've named a player, if a goblin's got a level up, he's got a target, and you do the same thing to them. So I don't hold any grudges about anybody trying to kill Grop Brady, um, because you know what? He's got a name. He's got he's got a target on himself. It's just how Blood Bowl goes. I want to be the that co- you know you want to be the guy to kill Ben's super gutter runner. I, I've had I, I had that for years, but you know, or you know, want to be the guy to be like, boom, I killed Grop Brady. I killed him, you know, and it's just like, it's a thing. And that, that part is like the unnecessary violence and narrative of Blood Bowl. But it's like, hey, if we play, if we play each other in the, in the playoffs and you kill my gutter on it, I will be killing Grob Brady. It's going to be a trade. <laughs> I guarantee people, Grob Brady's not going to make it. First of all, he's got frenzy <laughs> and his strength too. And secondly, he's named after Brady, who everybody loves and hates at the same time. And, you know, it's like, man, what a greatest player of all time, but I did kill him. Is basically, uh, I think, uh, Grot Brady's title. But he's not dead yet. No, no, he's not. The real Brady. Yeah, so he hasn't, so you never know. Uh, <laughs> and um, the last thing to talk about, guys, before we wrap up is what, what thing would you want to do next? What other thing? And it doesn't actually have to be Blood Bowl, but it has to be to do with the channel or content or something like this um if it is blood bowl obviously it will please our audience but if it's not blood bowl that's absolutely fine like what what else what would you like to explore or do i just love us to just find just find 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 our real comfort zone for filming and just film everything like i I just want us to be able to just be like i'm in the mood to play that well turn the cameras on that's good and just do it and i I, i'd love that um and i think that's that's we're definitely getting close to that now yeah i agree so it's just more like reach that filming comfort zone where whatever it is we can just well you guys helping with the helping or say helping encouraging and coaching me to check the audio and get the audio dialed in a bit better um i mean it's dialed in whether I've actually checked that it's on or not is a different matter, but actually like that's a really good shout. And that's one massive step. Um, I feel like our equipment is in a much better place, but it, every time we do a different series, it is always a, it is always a learning experience. And we've, we've done this kind of higgledy piggledy. We've done a couple of series of sevens and I feel like we got them in a really good place. Then we moved over to elevens, which was very different. Like it's the same, but it is also very different because it is bigger and longer and there's more going on. Um, and then we went into Dungeon Bowl, which from a filming and game point, again, was really very different. And then we came back to, um, you know, Sevens and it, it was different. It was weird because it's been a while since we filmed point of view camera. Yeah. Uh, and, I, you know, we filmed our first five games now, which is awesome. But I, by the time we've, got to the four and five i feel like we kind of got ourselves back in a place where actually one two three the gameplay is brilliant my camera work is going to be a little bit shoddy like and it's like a case of ah it's a shame but actually we we were constantly constantly learning and we're about to go and do a completely different camera set with a live stream and it's a completely different format so this is kind of it it brings in everything like you, you what you're saying ben is absolutely bang on 
we just we are getting closer to having that formula and we're getting closer to having the equipment to make it easier um uh, but you know this is why i dream of the studio is because actually um you know every time we have to set up that overhead rig it's in a different spot and it's slightly twisted and the, the main light in the dining room area gets a different glare based on what and i can't write on the carpet because that will upset everybody uh so it's kind of <laughs> um so it's an interesting one um but we will absolutely get there how about you milton what do you what other things do you think yeah i don't know i think we've we've covered quite a lot of things i think you know i uh you know, I agree with what Ben said, and you know, obviously, we've talked talk about things like the studio and all the other kind of bits and pieces. I guess, from a purely selfish perspective, due to my like current location, I'd love us to get more involved with like Bumble or like BB3 when that comes out. Um, as we kind of mm. talked about earlier, kind of getting uh, the wider Bonehead podcast community involved in that that would be quite oh, cool. BB3 is going to be so good, dude. I'm going to get well, I'm well into that, yes, yeah. Always. I'm all prepared for it now. Oh, got yes. The old, the old Steam Deck. You've got yeah. your Steam Deck. Perfect for BB3. I've got my Alienware. Like, we're going to be. I yeah. am I'm diving straight into BB3 because I did that one mini series with, um, with Pact and it was awesome fun. Oh, yeah. Like, the bugs were bad, but it was awesome fun. And I just cannot <laughs> wait to absolutely binge gameplay with that. I mean, it'd be so sweet to be able to have a 12 game season for every team. Like, so someone was like, oh, I kind of fancy playing Renegades. Here's the first 12 games. Learn from my mistakes, you know? And that's yeah. just to agree. But actually, Milton, I, I, we really need to get going on some kind of online tournament or Fumble League because it's there. And, you know, I just it's just such a cool idea. Then I, I, Fumble Fridays, just yeah, I, Friday Night Fumble. Yeah, I kind of feel like once we got the, like, tournaments, these mm. tournaments kind of under the belt, yeah. um, we can start taking a look at that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's excellent. And for me, I just love doing this. Um, and I, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. It gives me like a real buzz and a real sense of exploring and achieving. And uh, I personally, am, I've got to a reasonable balance now where I'm critical, but also accepting that nothing can be perfect. Um, watching the nfl has changed my life the last few years I, I i'm not even being hyperbolic um my management style my ex like my understanding of the world you know i look at these people who are pro athletes and they are the top teams and they make mistakes and you know a team can win the super bowl one year but can still lose four games and it's like well even the super bowl winning team lost games they didn't win every game like it's okay like it's okay to go eight out of ten or nine out of ten because you know you can't get it and we've kind of had this chat in the mini break where there is a universal law that a natural one always fails um and that's a blood bowl thing but it's also a real world thing and and actually we put a lot of work and a lot of effort into getting things right and sometimes it doesn't go right and actually we do our best um, and i've come to terms with that a little bit more and you guys have helped that the community's been amazing at that um doesn't mean i don't get really upset really stressed and depressed about missing stuff or like you know if i, I miss a an order or i miss someone's podcast loot or something it, it kills me inside um because like i'm like well i've let this person down and it's like well this is something i've got better at with processing an organization and everything like that so that that i've minimized that but I, it's you know when it comes to that when it comes to editing when it comes to dropping f-bombs in videos and not editing them out and stuff like that 
I'm a lot more comfortable that actually eight out of ten is is good. Like that's you it's like it's not a law of diminishing returns. Um and I really want to nail this this tournament stream stuff because I love Blood Bowl and I love Magic the Gathering and I love watching events. Sign up for those new commander decks for 40k. Dude, maybe I, that's gotta happen. They are cool, man. Uh, yeah, we could we could we could play that. There you go. Well, there's gonna be That'll a Blood be, Bowl uh, one, so that's Yeah, that's true. Was that gonna be Commander as well? Yeah. Yeah, I think awesome. so. Or, or something like that. So anyway, we'll have to do that. Um but when I was on <laughs> when I was by the pool in Italy and you guys were running that tournament, I just felt dumb as hell that I couldn't log on and check the standings that i couldn't catch up with what was going on and like not necessarily because it's this age of technology because actually it's a ton of work and it's there's a there's a massive barrier there but because of how important blood bowl is and how special it is to so many people and how big are the events are like they're not hundreds of players like 40ks there's only like four tournaments in the year that are over like 100 players right but actually that that's there's no law that stops that and I think the bigger the player base gets, the bigger the events get, the more premium they feel. I think it's just going to continue growing because 40k, where you have to spend 40k to get into it, or Blood Bowl, where you have to spend 40 quid to get into it. What are you going to get out of it? A day of gaming? Get a day of being rewarded for making good decisions and taking good risks and a good laugh out of it? And you might be streamed and it's important and people are checking in on it? Well, actually, I think... It's a much better marketable product than 40k is. It just needs more giants. Yeah, that's true. Giant team won. Oh, we got giants in our tournaments, except for sevens, which makes me sad. But maybe we'll have to flex that. Kind of one v one, isn't it? Then <laughs> giant and slotlings <laughs> and sevens. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, with swarming, that'd be all right. Here we go. Anyway, that's one one for the future. But guys, I just want to say a massive thank you for both of you for coming on and trips for, for helping out and for everybody else who helps with the videos the contents the comments the patreons everybody for supporting the show we are going to continue doing as much as we can and probably a little bit more um unless the guys hold me back a bit um but yeah thank you very much everybody i think we'll wrap up now guys yeah thank yeah. you 100 episodes down dude crazy and we'll be back Next soon 100. with amazons hopefully maybe <laughs> episode 107 <laughs> uh, Amazon's Cursed City thank you Games Workshop anyway we're going to wrap up thank you very much for watching we'll be back soon with more Blubble content happy blocking